Hi, everybody. Phil the Issues Guy. First off, huge apology for the podcast coming out a little late this week. I had a big-time audio malfunction going on during the recording of the show, and I tried, but I was not able to salvage the recording. So here is, or what you're going to hear, is the YouTube audio, which isn't the best, but at least it's something. So here's the YouTube audio from the podcast from this past Sunday of Game of Thrones Season 6, Episode 3. And again, huge thank you to everyone that's been subscribing to the YouTube channel, watching us live, checking it out, Phil the Issues Guy on YouTube. And also, amazing thanks to everyone that's been listening to the audio podcast. I see you guys downloading and streaming the episodes, and it means a shit ton to me. If any of you wonderful folks that are checking out the show from the audio cast, if you guys could Go to iTunes, give us some star ratings, give us some comments, or on Stitcher, wherever you're listening to this. It really helps the podcast get out there more and get more people to discover the audio cast, the more comments and star ratings that we can get. So if you enjoy the podcast and you feel like you want to help out even a little bit more, please give us those uh, ratings on iTunes. It does help us more than you know. So everybody, again, Huge apology for the audio quality of the podcast this week. Hopefully it will not be a problem again in the future. But as everybody out there knows, sometimes when a computer decides to fuck up, there's really nothing you can do about it. The computer just says, you, hey, buddy, you you think you're going to do the Game of Thrones podcast right now? You think you're going to fucking get that? You're not you're fucking getting your shit. I don't know why my computer sounds like that, but it does. It really does. Again, everyone. Huge thanks. Oh, yeah. Welcome back to Phil's Recap and Review, Game of Thrones, Season 6, Episode 3, Oathbreaker, and ding dong, the fucker's dead. Yes, that's right. I am fucking going to a horrible place. I'm a horrible person. I am celebrating tonight. I am toasting a glass of wine to the death of fucking Ollie. I'm not even wasting any time. I don't care what else else happens in this episode. I'm going to whistle past the goddamn graveyard of that possible dead direwolf and just praise to fucking Jon Snow that he fucking killed that little bitch. No forgiveness for fucking Ollie. Death, death, death. Great scene, great moment to kind of, and I love how the show gave it to us. They really focused on Ollie's face for a second. They they get, they let us know that Ollie was dying and they let you know that, they let you know that they know that you won, saw Ferris pass out at 31 Flavors last night. But welcome everybody to the show. We are back here tonight to talk about this episode. Welcome to the motherfucking chat. Awesome to see everybody in the motherfucking chat right now. I also have the, Discord group open in the spoiler room. Welcome, Caitlin Timo, Amy Samir. Welcome, everybody, in the fucking chat. We are here. If you want to join us, oh, wait, I almost forgot. I also have with me Joe Dirty Locks and Katie Crow. How are you two doing this evening? Grieving. Grieving. I'm doing great. Joe's doing great. Joe doesn't care. And tonight, unfortunately, Carmine won't be joining us. He will be joining us later in the season again. But but of course, Sam and Gilly were in this episode. So he's like, I refuse to. No, but uh, no, all joking aside, it's been awesome for Carmine to join us. He will definitely be j- popping on in later in the season. And I can't wait to see his review. And er- huge thanks to Carmine for jumping in the first two weeks of the season. So here we are in to talk about this episode. If you need to jump in and call us, you can call us at 914-205-5689. 
jump on in the chat, get in the caller queue, and we'll take your calls all through the evening. Again, that's 914-205-5689. You can also email me at I Got Issues Man. Tweet at me at I Got Issues Man. You can also jump in the live motherfucking chat. I'll try to get to as many chat comments as we possibly can and all talk about what the fuck we watched here tonight. A very... Okay, this episode, I've noticed, all right, just looking at the chat a little bit and talking to a couple people uh, that have shared their thoughts about this episode so far. People seem to be going either or in this episode. Uh, There's some people that I've seen in the chat that I think Dakota, I saw Dakota in there saying he hated this episode. Uh, A friend of mine, Steve the Dude, uh, said best episode of the season. I fall in the middle somewhere. I liked last week's episode better, but this was a solid episode of Game of Thrones. This was exactly what I needed. Mm. I feel like the first episode was catch up from last season and mm-hmm. set, the, set the cards for the remainder of the season. Last week gave us the motherfucker and, oh, John Snow's back. And it was kind of a big hype episode. This episode, we got to dig in a little bit more. We can explore mm. the scenes and what we thought if each scene was great, but I, I like how they took their time a little bit more in the pacing of this episode. Mm-hmm. The only thing I think I would have chose to do differently as a uh, as a non-professional probably ruin the show, <laughs> my idea, would be to have left Jon Snow to today and put Arya's shit from this week last week. Mm-mm. Or given us all the Jon Snow stuff last week and all the Arya stuff this no, week. No, I like the little like stage of development snippets we're getting with Arya. <laughs> Everyone Actually, in the- to, do, to go through that all at once would be terribly boring. But the little snippets, we're seeing her develop, we're seeing her come to the place where we're all hoping she will come. The ultimate ethereal I think they could have given us at least either last week's eh. scene and the week before that's together, or this eh. week's scene and last week's scene together and push the Jon Snow stuff and the Killing Ollie thing eh. together as well. I do. Yeah, yeah. I do. I do want to jump in the chat. Ren Reverend says, "John Snow, no clothes. Eight out of ten. Was it a stunt butt? I'm very curious." But um, and this and this seems to be the biggest, the big thing coming from uh, coming from what we saw in this episode, coming all over this episode. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna sum it up all in one comment. A lot of people in the in the chat just basically said the same thing. Hashtag Tower of Cocktees was yeah. the Tower. Of- <laughs> Was the, the Tower of, of Joy for you guys? Yes. Did you- oh, so excited. I don't know. I, I love it. I, I think really... it's great. Tease me more. I love the... As uh... long as you finish me in the end. Katie, that's where I'm with you. I'm with you. As long as they come back and I feel like they said, we'll be back there. And I feel oh, like yeah, we got the woman good. screaming, everything like that. I feel like it was a little bit of a cock tease. The fight was really well done. It made me want more. It got my balls ready to explode. My Game of Thrones balls ready to explode. But I don't care. I agree with you, Katie. As long as they finish me off in the end, I'm okay. I love well, the and that We saw the not-so-honorable story. Look-alike. That was a little no, like that's not how the story goes as far as how that dude dies. Right, that brand that brand saw the truth. Like, that the truth is never as beautiful as the story. When you actually see how a situation goes, it's never the the legacy, the the how I pass down, how a father's going to tell his kids the story about how he he beat the best swordsman on the planet. Mm-hmm. Who, yo, we all we talked about Barristan last. No, no, no. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. That dude started out fighting six fucking guys. 
that dude ended fighting two fucking guys. It's well, not Howlin' Reed's fault. Howlin' Reed's not supposed to be like, oh, wait a second, I climbed up off the ground, let me present myself to start fighting you again. No, no fuck that. Don't done. put your fucking back to the guys that you've put on the ground unless you know for sure you've fucking killed them. Sword of the morning. They didn't do anything dishonorable. Stabbing him in the back of the neck was not dishonorable. It's not the same kind of thing as what happened with the snakes in the boat. That's a little bit different. That was yeah. like, we're not going to fight you. Like, he was already fighting fucking Howlin' Reed. They were already fighting. That was already part of the, the deal was, it's us two versus you six. What? And guess what? It finished two on one. And it, so Good. what? You got stabbed in the fucking neck and from behind. Don't turn your back on the people you think are dead unless you know they're fucking dead. No, it's, it's not a dishonorable death. It's just that these children, like we've seen with Sansa the whole time, they're inundated with these fairy tales, these tales of like flawless honor in the face of absolute evil and that's not real life and we're seeing Bronn being hit in the face with that we've seen Sansa be slapped in the face with that a bunch of times no prince is going to come and rescue you little girl and dad wasn't necessarily the honorable infallible warrior that the stories told you he was bam oh you tell way to tell him joseph samantha holland reed hype next week in brand's flashback we travel to the to the dinosaurs frozen death hey joe do you still think uh, ned would have beat jamie in season one I, i'll answer that for him yes uh, absolutely absolutely did you see the way the, the the sword of the fucking morning, two swords swinging. Ned was taking him on. Yeah, like, he yeah, held sure. his own for he a He had few. other people with him, and he wasn't getting anywhere. Ned did. I'm not saying Ned didn't lose mm -hmm, that fight. Mm -hmm. But still, like, yeah, no. Ned in his prime, Jamie in his prime, I'm going Ned all the way. Gilly loves the hashtag Gilly loves the I sorry I had to say that still no Littlefinger and no Braun. it does look like Littlefinger will be back next week preach Katie the whole story chat uh challenges is honorable uh Ned used Dawn to kill Dane wow nice job chat didn't catch that stabbing him in the back was a theme yeah Ned because uh mm -hmm. Dane put Dawn, it seemed like he put Dawn down in the the sand then fought with the two swords because it was it was multi melee had to fight many people so he was using using the double thing and yeah once Holland Reed stabbed him Ned picked up the other sword and, mm -hmm. and sliced him down does anyone wish uh Dane's sword glowed kind of kind of but but it can it might have been difficult to make that look sure. as awesome as it is in my, yeah. imag my imagination so yeah. I, I kind of like, how, like a lightsaber or something right exactly I like how the fight worked out mm. for the most part i agree with the blue balls and uh caitlin uh lady squeeze said in the uh the discord chat i'm just salty because of uh because because i had major tower of joy blue balls and 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 i agree with that and i and i did get to, I, yeah. I did get blue balls but again like what you were saying katie as long as they finish me up oh we have our call i noticed we have a caller let's take our first call of the evening and i'm going to be calling out your area codes to call you in so this is area code 574 welcome to the show Hi, uh, this is Lauren. Um, I was just calling. I wanted to touch on the fact that there were a lot of nods to season four tonight. Mm. Yeah, there were. There, there were definitely a lot and of there was There were a couple nods towards Cl Clegane Bowl, if I... Do, I, you took you took the words <laughs> out of my mouth. There were three or four moments where they talked about Click Game Bowl, where Jamie says, "That's a uh, that's a battle I'd like to see." Uh, there was uh, the hound. Yes. The hound was mentioned in the episode specifically, mm -hmm. and then there was a one other moment that that something Jamie said. 
I, I wrote it somewhere in the notes, but you're absolutely right. They wrote th- if you want to read it the certain way, I feel like they were hyping Cla Game Bowl in this episode a little bit. <laughs> I felt it too. I, felt it too. I definitely agree. <laughs> it was happening. No, I agree. Great, 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 great call. Time. Thank you so much. Thank you. Great, great call. Because I'm glad you said that. It, it almost seems like, yeah, yeah, I didn't come up with that myself. But I to- totally, in my notes somewhere, I wrote, holy shit, they're hyping up Club Game Bowl. They're making sure they mention the Hound. They're making sure uh, Aria says, yeah, I had mixed feelings about him. So he might be good. Uh, I They have, J- I think it was Cersei that says, no, he'll only have to beat what about uh, Gregor Clegane, he'll only have to beat one man. And then Jamie says something along the lines of of what uh, what we were just saying. That's a fu- that's a that's a fight I'd like to see. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I- I'm hyping it. Uh, we get, oh we got a bunch of calls right now. Let's take a couple more calls before we get into it here. Uh, Eric code three three four. You're on the air. What's going on? Bill, Katie, Joe, love you guys. What is up? Nice to talk to you. How's it going? Welcome to the show. Uh, thanks for having me. Uh, I just want to say uh, I'm Preston Young. I'm the one that's going to be sending you the dragon puppet. What's up, oh, guys? Dude, oh, I just want to say that Arya was finally on point. The first two episodes of the season, Arya's oh, yes. whole yes. plot, just, it was so slow. I feel like they should have just kept it in one episode, but this one I was finally invested in Arya. I wanted Arya to like go all the way. I loved everything we saw of her. Awesome. Thank you so much. We really, we really appreciate it. And great call. Uh, Actually, Kate, it's funny you mentioned that because Joe, uh, Katie and I were talking about that before the show, how it, how we like the R. I really did enjoy the Arya scene tonight because mm. I feel like it g- gave us a conclusion. It got us to a place. I feel like they wrapped it all into one. I feel like everything we everything we saw with her this season so far probably could have been in this episode, and they could have just let it. That's what I'm saying. That's what I was saying, Phil. I like I would have liked to have seen that consolidated it. some, but I loved it, and and it did wrap up the 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 season four storyline of her or cliffhanger of her losing her sight and uh. And Brock back up the hound from season four and, and things like that. I did like that. We need a month, as people in the chat, we needed a month. Yeah, and Pre- Preston, thank you so fucking much for calling in. And thank you so much for wanting to uh send us uh send us a puppet. That's uh questions on how to work into a dragon. And I think the veil is uh was 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 partly inspired by your uh tweets earlier too. So uh, uh, and I understand uh, Dan using two swords because the group of men would have cut him to pieces. Uh, poor Tom and his punchable well, face. Can we get Melisandre to go yeah. back and resurrect Arthur Dane? That purdy boy. We need an 80s trading montage. Ollie's finally dead. Uh, yes. what a, uh, you're the best Ooh. around. Nothing in the end to keep you back. You're the best. Let's jump in the other room. <laughs> now you're uh, a man. <laughs> a man, man, man. You're such a man. Holy shit. Oh, now you're no one. See, see, no one, Thorn, no this is what one. Katie said too. Says, see, Thorn, you follow, you, you do what a 10 year old wants, you, you die like yeah, a 10 year old. Dude, don't follow <laughs> the advice of the angry 10 year old boy. Oh no. And inevitably, uh, you will go wrong. We see Sam, Sam is in the uh, in the Discord group. She she got teary eyed over the shaggy dog. So, okay, let's get to that quickly mm-hmm. before oh. we get to a recap. Who. Raise your hand in the chat if you think that was really Shaggy Dog dead or the Umbers are playing a ruse. A ru- I mean a ruse. A ruse. On, on, uh, a ruse. That, on that, head. I, that head was small. 
Dude, Dude that head was small. Big as my, yeah. my wolf's head. And look, it, it's, look, it's one of my. Uh, it was very small. It was well, like a hook. I, I might be in denial. I might be in total denial, but I'm holding out hope that Shaggy Dog isn't dead. Um, it's good possibilities. That no, was that I'm was a dire wolf. Just jump in the chat. That that was a dire wolf, not Shaggy Dog. Says Red Ducrox. Shaggy Dog is 100% dead. Says Adam. Dakota says real dead. I hope it's not Shaggy Shaggy Dog. I want it to be a con, not Shaggy Dog. Fuck the Umbers. No, <laughs> if, it's, if it's if it's a con, it's a pretty well, risky con to bring yes. Lord of Winterfell to Ramsay Stark. You know that this dude's a sick bastard. That is a very risky con. If they're faking this, someone said so risky that they probably should have. If they were conning, they probably just should have fucking killed Ramsey right then and there in that yeah. room, chopped them up in little fucking pieces. It could be the great desperate gamble. Got a Liam Neeson vibe from the Umber. He's got a plan. Um, I might. Oh, an assassin. Bad. Her eyes in that scene. She just, she, she, Wild, she, I was just poke, I was poker looking at her eyes. I was like, mm. she. She's, she's not upset. I know she's upset, no. but she's, she's plotting something. She's plotting something. She's, yeah, she's ready to pounce. People uh, say, I, I think she can do it. So would Ramsey notice if it wasn't sitting on a hand? Someone says bad prop, but dead. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the the reason why the Umbers <laughs> Is it a job. bad prop? Is it just a bad prop or is it is it is it not Shaggy Dog? Well, I, I don't know. Shaggy dog. Dehydrated shaggy dog head. <laughs> I want go- I want ghosts to eat that umber con. I don't. Okay, this is the, the fair question mm-hmm. here, guys. Is who can be rationally thinking here? Because I'm emotional, and I don't want to believe that that was fucking shaggy dog. I just don't want. I don't want to believe that they killed. Let's let's poker look at Rick. Did Rick did Rick okay. look like he would be sad enough to have just lost Shaggy Dog? Well, just mm. lost, or that dog could have been dead. That yeah. wolf could have been dead for a while. But here's here's the thing: you don't want to believe that that was Shaggy Dog because of storyline things, right? I don't want to believe that that was Shaggy Dog because if it was, fuck you, D and D. That was fucking horrible. This head is supposed to be the size of my fucking torso. It is supposed to be so goddamn fucking huge that I piss my pants when I sit on the ground of a fucking cell and it growls in my face. Yeah. Yeah, a human it's head is like a, a bite-sized snack. Like, no, this thing is almost the size of a fucking horse. Like, come on. Do, do like, that's a little, like, all the rest of it, it, Too small. Way too fucking small. It was Agreed. like a puppy head or a regular wolf head. This was not a dire wolf head. They period. do have a mixed like, history with uh, props and animatronics. Yeah, so oh, I'm going to say some, it probably hairy. is Shaggy Dog, but I'm it hoping probably. It probably is. So, but, puppy it was, I hope it wasn't the dire puppies. Yes. Some, someone somewhere is saying thank you, Ithrod. Uh, here in Nakamura, someone going, save Shaggy, save the world. If you save Shaggy Dog, you save the world. Shaggy Dog lives. All wolves will die, I'm afraid. Hashtag Shaggy Dog lives matter. Uh, what the fuck? Like in the Red Wedding, everyone died. Everyone died. Is Nymeria the largest of the Stark dire wolves by this point? Yeah, I think Greywind was the largest, but at this point, it's it's probably probably yeah. Nymeria. Nymeria is probably larger than Ghost yeah, is. Ghost, yeah, Ghost, Ghost is, was the, the runt. runt. Ghost was the oh, runt. Oh, the runts a can grow up to be quite, quite large. Ever, yes. The Umbers were upset that John let the wildlings, so I guess he said, fuck the Starks. Uh, let's see. Who says Osho's seat was more calm and collected than I would expect? That's what I was thinking, uh, Caitlin, well, too. That's that's kind of, I mean, that's kind of her wildling thing, though. Like, yeah, very I'm not true. Afraid. Yeah, what are you going to freak Same out? Same worse. 
What are, what are you going to freak out about? Freaking out doesn't, like doesn't she, help anything. Yeah, she kind of gave that whole speech when they first captured her, when Theon and, and uh, like, I'm a wildling. What the fuck can you do, silly boys? <laughs> Badger says, my wolf's bigger than yours. Let's see how well you handle it. Let's take a, let's take another call. Welcome to the show, area code 805. Hey, guys. How are you guys doing? Doing well. How about yourself? I'm doing good. Um, I just want to say one thing. I when I saw Shaggy a dog die, I had my dogs inside and they were howling for some weird reason and Aww. they were not even next to me. Oh my goodness, man. That's emotional. You're you're gonna make you're trying to make me cry live on the air in the podcast. That's what you're trying to do, you you awesome person. No, 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 no I'm kidding. Mm-hmm. I'm kidding. trying to do, but the one thing I wanna say is why was Rico was more surprised that he was there than what he was about his about Shaggy Dog mm. and Shaggy Dog's head should be a lot bigger like like you guys say he should be a lot bigger but at this point he seems mm-hmm. i don't know it just it just seems too small yeah i'm yeah. with I, i'm with you on that one great call my friend great call yeah, yeah and we're summer great question where the fuck summer uh yeah gray wind was huge the scene where he's creeping on jamie rob's like mm-hmm. you there you've captured a boy perhaps you would kill by boy love that fucking scene ocean one might one. offer a blowjob and bite off his cock bite his cock uh, off yeah these yeah. jokes are uh full grown at this at this point so summer summer and ghost just disappeared ghost is actually appearing uh Blair in the black dreads the summer mm. ghost just disappeared. uh ghost is actually making surprising a number of appearances this season so far let's jump yeah, into uh one, one more caller area code six uh four six welcome to the show hey thanks for having me on my pleasure welcome <laughs> Yeah, great episode. I, I really love Lord Umber really talking crap to Ramsey. That's something we've never seen. So I was like, dude, look at what he's saying to Ramsey. I thought that was great. That yes. was good. I loved how he was talking shit to Cardstark too. They just had a ba- back and forth thing going on. He wasn't going to, he doesn't kneel. <laughs> it's, we have a little right. void. Too. He's completely right. What the fuck am I going to kneel for? What, what, you're, you're doing that because you're a sadistic fucking twisted bastard who just wants me on my fucking knees to prove And something. I didn't notice about the about the direwolf head. That is some crazy, some crazy things to start. I noticed detail, but I didn't even think that that head was mm-hmm. too small. So kudos to you guys. Oh, thank you. Thank you, my friend. Great, great call. Great call. And that's a great call from our friend right there. And, and it's, I mean, it could just be that that was supposed to be Shaggy Dog. I might be in a lot of denial right now. And I accept that. I accept my denial. It's tough. It's tough. I, I don't like as horrible as this sounds, if Shaggy Dog was going to go, it's hard for me to accept that one of the dire wolves was killed off screen. It could be a shaggy dog child. It could he's be. been out there long enough to have had. I'm just thinking that they're going to do the fake, uh, not to go bo- too, but they're going to do the fake Aria, fake shaggy dog, mm. fake shaggy dog. That's fucking dead. Fake shaggy. It's not real shaggy. Dog. I, again, I'm in denial. I'll accept no. it. Uh, yeah, I'm quite biased. I don't want it to be shit. I like. I don't want it to be any doggy, but especially not shaggy dog. Yep. Perfect diary. episode for episode three. Yeah. I feel that way, Bruce, as well. Really good episode three to kind of get into it, sink our teeth more into it. It really felt like, like we got it, like we weren't just playing, oh, let's see a few seconds here, a few seconds there. I love Jamie Lannister and that we've gotten so far and not talked about Cersei or Jamie. I love old Jamie coming back a little bit, mm-hmm. cocky, wise ass Jamie. I just wish he, excuse me, if he could fight, he'd have everything right now. I love it. Oh, he doesn't have to fight. Not with the mountain walking behind him. 
Not if he keeps talking. No, he can put his sister on Frankenmouth in front of him now. California fucking raisin bomb. Fakey dog. Yeah, that would be that would be awesome if if this is all just a plan for Rick and take Ramsey out. Says Hope. Does Tom look like Mr. Potato? Varys was awesome in this episode. Chickens for dinner. Beautiful. Numbers were upset that. Oh, let's scroll down. Jump in the in the Discord group a little bit. Love the mic drop moment with John says Timo and. <laughs> now my watch has ended moment where he's just like fuck you motherfuckers and he did as as a couple people in the chat i think we were talking about this last week ed becomes the new commander lord commander of the night's watch and what do i do with this thing i don't know burn it if you want to fucking burn the thing do whatever john snow has a new uh new haircut and uh night's watch commander or do they have to vote now i think they have technically vote. have to vote but he's yeah. at least active to vote no, there was a nice There was today. thirty of them at least. Thirty or thirty. <laughs> but the no, castle no. still vote too. There's still There's people like two over more in, yeah. in the, uh, Oh jeez. On the way. Is Wait, is, does this mean Ed is the 999th commander? Uh, John was 998. So yeah, if Ed is Ed is 999, congratulations, Ed. Varus is still a force. I like how we got to see that side of Varus again. Mm. That yes. that's one. We it's been a while. We've We've only seen Varys for a, a while now, for all of last season, and then for whatever we saw him, and anything that we've seen this season, and and a good chunk. Not scheme, really, just kind of be a, a second fiddle of a comedy team for Tyrion. It was great to see Varys do what Varys fucking does, <laughs> and then go to King's Landing and seeing Kyburn talking to Varys' people. And they still, if, if Varys just showed up, they'd all jump team back to Varys, because they like all him the better than... Always, always trust my uh-huh. Always, yeah. Ed's 99. Melisandre is a good hairdresser among other talents. It's show mad. Uh, Badger, I thought Tyrion's bone structure. I thought Tyrion's play a game took the pace out of the episode and didn't bring anything. Uh, I would have rather had that. I, I, I thought it was hilarious too. I thought it was well, awkward. I think it, I, I think it brings yeah. credence to like the fact that, like, remember the, the, the before. Day, uh, before Jorah and whatever his name is take off to go look for Daenerys, um, they're all sitting around in the throne room, just kind of sitting there waiting, just waiting and waiting. And it Awkward. brings that back that they're still just kind of sitting around waiting. Like even Tyrion says, "Oh, like we're gonna discuss this whole like sending out the troops to go kill and slaughter and shit." Because hey, I'm not the queen, you're not the queen, and that's a big decision. So we like do- that whole like time is is slow moving thing. It made that evident in this episode again. Well, and it was the, also nice to see, like, Tyrion lives and survives on his charm and his quick wit. And it just falls on completely deaf, stoic ears here. And that's something that's unusual to see. Yeah, that too. So I found it charming. It's another level to everyone's character in that room in particular with Missander and um, Worm. <laughs> Next week. him Little Worm. Next week, Tyrion asks everybody, let's build a snowman. We can make it. (laughs) Let's build a snowman. Uh, So so ultimately, uh, ultimately, this was a good episode. I would I mean, I don't know, rank it, whatever, but I I definitely really enjoyed this episode. I felt like I liked the the Daenerys stuff. We'll get into that talking about, too. Uh, I kind of was yada yadding it a little bit because ultimately I feel like yeah 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 okay these guys are eventually all gonna follow her once she's in a little bit of danger and drogan shows up and 
and this is all much to do about nothing but i also feel like it's worth mentioning that they stripped her up and they kind of did some interesting shot angles to avoid making sure you don't oh see any Carmine's not here, but we have to honor him by mentioning the fact that Daenerys, uh, that Daenerys's contract was showing that Milcar's contract was yeah, showing. It was noticeable. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, fucking. They should have just put up black bars that said Amelia's a fucking cunt. <laughs> like right over nipples. People, oh, t we got people in the uh, the li the live Discord group that's jealous that Tormund got to see uh, John's pecker and see that he doesn't have the pecker of a god. Mm, mm. <laughs> I know we you're not a god. We see why Ygritte always said you know nothing, Jon Snow, because of his uh, <laughs> his non wildling sized penis. I guess. Damn. <laughs> I th oh my god get hashtag get that bitch naked ladies love the dick shrinkage it's john's pecker yeah when you die dead dude you think, yeah you think shrinkage is bad when you get in the water shrinkage when you die that's kind of like the worst kind of shrinkage yeah no blood flow whatsoever come on you gotta give it and someone just said in the chat we got to see uh cersei's someone tells cersei finally to her face she's not the queen we get the return of the queen of thorns and get a very funny scene with the lancers coming sure. coming into the high council meeting and them just all leaving and leaving the lannisters just sitting there like like oh shit can't make us leave oh yeah bitch can't well, we, make us stay and then they go what do you want to do? Should we fuck? I guess. I mean, I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, pictures. <laughs> yeah, if they're just like, yeah, you, you, well, there's nothing left to do. Uh, should we get naked? Yeah, let's get naked. It was, it was almost a comical moment like that. Mm -hmm. Nobody's gonna go that far. Before we get into our recap, let's take one more call. Uh, Erico 985, welcome. How are you guys doing tonight? We're doing wonderful. How about yourself? Oh, I'm doing great. It was a really nice, solid episode, and uh, this episode had me thinking of quickly going back to the uh, thing with the whole fuck the umbers. Obviously, <laughs> if this isn't a trick, if this, this is the umbers really betrayed the Starks, they really killed Grey Wind. Mm. Do you think Jon's or because Ramsay said once the Manderleys, the umbers, and the Car Starks are the most powerful houses in the North, and in the books. Um, I believe, if correct me if I'm wrong, I believe they send Davos or Stannis at least sends Davos to the to, Manderleys to get their support. He sends Davos, yeah, he does. Winterfell and all this stuff. Yeah, he sends Davos around to the he, houses in the north to try to gain support. Yeah, well, do you think that's what John's going to do? I mean, obviously the Car Starks and the Umbers are assuming with the Boltons that the uh, that the Manderleys will side with the Starks and the little minor houses, and that's what the battle is going to lead up to. I, whether it be in episode nine or eight, whatever it is. I am hoping for something like that. I am hoping for whether John goes around to different houses to gather things up or somehow they, they the both situations collide. Perhaps Littlefinger is going to be have something to play in all of this to kind of organ, organize everyone together. Because as much as Littlefinger does work for his own agenda, I can't think that when he f finds out what happened with Sansa, he's going to be too happy with with uh with the boltons I, I don't know i maybe i'm imagining too much of littlefinger here well you gotta remember too the deal that littlefinger ma made wasn't with ramsey it was with ruse right so i don't I think know. i don't think littlefinger's gonna like this one no. bit no. no he's not 
Not at all. And and I really got to believe that um that I I don't think the Manderleys will ever be on Ramsey's or never side. Fucking and I, never. And I don't believe. I don't I'm believe not, numbers I'm not buying the umbers being I'm there. Me too, Joe. Me too. Now, no fucking word. No fucking was it word. only one lord that, that Rob had a problem with when he was going on his march there? I thought there was one lord whose you know cousin died and one lord whose sons died on the battlefield, and I thought they oh. were different. I think I I want to say it was all Cartstark is it was the one that had the major issue with him in those seasons. It's been a it's been a while. We haven't got to the that quite yet in the yeah. rewatch show, so it's it's not quite as fresh. Season three is probably the season that I'm blanking on the most for my memory, just because of when I the, the of how I watched it too. But I think it was just Cartstark that really had the problem with him. Car, the, yeah, it was just the car sucks. People said Ollie's death was just awful. John, John killed a fucking kid. Uh, yep, John. Yeah, Joe, the car sucks. John killed the man who killed Ollie's parents, avenging the Ollie was old enough to know that there are bad people, good people. John tried uh, taking him under his wig and he betrayed him. John portrayed John. Ollie was cold as fuck. Yeah, fuck Ollie. Any person offering sympathy is a troll textbook case. I think Littlefinger is going to sack King's Landing the same way Tywin did. Oh, it was the car sucks. Dragon, welcome, Dragon. I, I, I gotta, I gotta interrupt you. The comment you just read. Okay, now you've heard me many, many times. I will, I have been that, so to speak, troll that they're talking of that is, that has defended Ollie. That right there was the best argument I've heard for no defense to Ollie. The fact that he was old enough to know that there are good people and bad people to know that his uh, those fens that that did the uh, the eating of his parents were killed. John did get them. They were yeah. they were taken out. And um, they're not representative of all wild. Correct. So, you know, good job. You, hey, you swayed me there. Fuck all. And I love the fact that they didn't put hoods over those motherfuckers' heads. Yeah. You got to see, got to see their face. fucking faces. And I, I do. That I do. That was, that was a, gift. a gift. That's what I'm saying. That was a gift from uh, from 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 Dan and Dave to us. I just because want to they fucked up the dog head. I want to read. Uh, I want to read Sam's comment in, uh, in that she wrote in caps. I want some dead phrase. I waited too long. Sorry for the capital letters. Dead fucking phrase. Nope, that deserves a yell. Nope, dead that phrase. You're not sorry. I don't know. I don't know what a Rickon is, but it sounds awful. <laughs> right. I definitely don't want to get a Rickon, dude. I'm suspicious of a Rickon. I am I, suspicious. I love when he showed up. Gotta be like a shocker or something. They're like, who? Who's this? Who's this? Pardon Ollie. He's oh, there a was another one. Oh, Iron okay. Throne says, pardon Ollie, he's a kid. I hope it's not too late. The Umbers know that Ramsey <laughs> Phillips Fowler may have a spy in Winterfell. Good point, uh, Ren. John says, yeah, an 11 year old knows it's uh, Ricketts, but worse. Why didn't uh, Tommy kill the Sparrow? <laughs> you know why Tommy didn't kill the Sparrow? We'll get into this in a second when we talk about the scene. But ultimately, Tommy is one of those people, and we all know those kind of people. They're so fucking wishy washy that whoever is the powerful personality talking, they're going to believe that person. Mm -hmm. So if Tommen is around Cersei, he's going to go, yes, Cersei, I agree. Yes, mom, I agree with what you're saying. If he's around Jamie, yes, Jamie, I agree with everything you're saying. Mm -hmm. When he's around fucking shithead over there, Jonathan Price, he's like, yes, I will fucking let you stick your finger on my butthole and, and play me like a puppet and listen to your stories and sit down and be nice to you. And I'll come in all pissed off in the way that he, the septum broke him down. It was hilarious to so watch, to watch that scene. Oh 
just from, so good. Not even just from the scene standpoint, but just from the acting point. It was almost like Jonathan Price teaching the actor Tom and had, had like a like a lesson there. Like, come on, come on, come on, young boy, sit on my lap. I'm gonna fucking oh, bitch oh, slap. Yeah, going somewhere, Phil. So. <laughs> oh, sorry, Joe. Sorry, Joe. Sorry, Joe. <laughs> You're absolutely right. We don't. Yeah, I'm, Tommen is stupid. Tommen is a doormat. Who's ready for Club Game Ball? Me. Uh, Tommen is still sucking at the mummy's teeth. Uh, why didn't anyone talk about Hard Home and what's happened? It's really only been one since. Uh, that is the biggest question I have. Yeah. For my no one's just, no one's even mentioned. John hasn't mentioned that. I assume he's gonna have to mention that soon to Davos at least, because Davos is gonna be news. Um, yeah. Power resides where men believe it res- resides. Uh, Great comment. Tom didn't kill the sparrow because he had free candy. Ooh, a piece of candy. <laughs> Tom was Ooh, the original little bird. Uh, okay. uh, Caitlin's, I mean, Lady Squeeze says, uh, Tom always pouting. Tom and uh, Tom and uh, Tom and the whiny. Tom and the whiny. Kid never Tom had a chance. Tommy, Tom is a moron. I just called him Tommy. Uh, seriously. I did tonight too. He's a Tommy. The only one of the kids that had a chance was, I mean, maybe she never had a chance because she's sending down to a stupid place. And I don't even want to mention this, but, but, but was Marcella sending down, sending her down to Dorne. If Jamie never came there, maybe she could have led a okay life with Tristane, yeah. but mm-hmm. maybe because she's away from it all. But the rest yeah. of those kids never, never stood a chance. Yeah. I mean, none of them stood a chance because of the, if you believe in prophecy, but. Tommen needs to get laid. I know he's re- fair enough. He got some, and now he didn't get some, so he's re- he's got really big but blue balls right now. Tommen isn't built for this shit. No, oh, I still he has I still he wasn't for built, one. and he hasn't been taught for this shit. Ethan says it's uh, this episode was uh, tainted with the stain of Gilly. Sorry, Joe. No, <sighs> I still for one believe that that this is taking far too long. If they wanted this problem with the fucking. They should have, yeah, just go in there, take all your soldiers, you go in there and you fucking cut every single one of them up. Break some wings. You know, the peasants, the peasants rise. You start fucking cutting them down. I'm sorry. That's, we've got a, that's what you do, isn't it? I just want to jump in for one second. We've got a couple calls on the 781-990-8509. If you call that hotline, you can leave a message. But if you want to get in live, the number is 914-205-5689. But you can leave a message at 781-990-8509. So both those numbers work. But if you call the 8509 line, make sure you leave a voice message so I can get your comment on the show. Uh, Tommen's a bigger asshole than Sweet Robin, who we do see in the uh, preview for next week. Uh, Sam- oh, Robin. Oh. <laughs> oh, I'm excited to see what he's going to do. Bold, 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 brave Sir Robin. <laughs> I love how I love how uh, Sam said something about uh, none of this shit would have happened if Tywin was still around. I love how uh, he quotes Tywin. He goes, oh, that sounds kind of like Tywin, except minus the god bullshit. that sounds like something tywin would say but like let's take the logical thing out of there heath hinton says this episode oh i already said tainted with the the smell of uh smell of gilly in this episode okay so let's start i'm sorry i'm sorry i i kind of liked it too but i just wish sam had said when she said you know the father of my child he should have turned on and said don't ever say that fucking again you will get my head cut off yeah you say that at my family's fucking castle and they would kill me i ain't no baby's daddy uh so it is time let's do it let's get let's get into our the fucking recap fuck it
Let's get it. Let's get into the recap. That's for you, Steve, if you're listening. Yeah, Steve. Steve's like, you should play music when you go into the recap. Okay, there you go. I, I like it. Some, I like it, Steve. I played music. It's Joe, it's time for the recap. 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 Okay. Enough okay, enough of that. Yeah. <laughs> enough of that shit. <laughs> I okay. just felt like Wayne's World big time there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no. I wanted the camera to zoom in and out on me. <laughs> Joe, it's it's we when we can't help it. Let's 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 lean into it. You know, you know when it's coming at you, the good it's all <laughs> just lean into it. It feels oh, yeah. right. It feels yeah. right. Feels right. This, 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 come on. We're, we're we're the we're this close from having the hats going. It's excellent. Yeah, yeah. Party on, <laughs> Party on. Dude, totally. <laughs> Why is this fucking wolf hanging out with us, dude? Fucking A. Uh, oh, and goat. Uh, in mourning of Shaggy Dog. Yes, in mourning of Shaggy Dog. Why is, why is the shroud the it's, it's issue time. Issue time. Excellent. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, so let's get into this. Uh, let's listen to a little bit of uh, Davos at the beginning here, because it's worth listening to. Oh, I love Davos. No, you're not. Completely fucking mad, seems to me. I can only imagine how it seems to you. And John is just like, we open up to the man breathing right where we want, right? <laughs> we had Davos's face, it's in the dark. Davos must have ran right back in the room after what happened, after John kind of did the gasping. And just oh, motherfuckers, the motherfucker sat up. We see ass crack. Uh, Stephanie goes, Is that that's not Jon Snow's ass? Because <laughs> I'm not sweating. And then we see, <laughs> I can sense that is not, I, yeah, real. I can sense that's not really good. <laughs> so, and then we see Ghost there looking all happy, nodding to him. Papa? And then we see Davos, the fucking legend, as someone said in the chat, that Critch said, Davos is a fucking legend. Davos is ep- epic. If I have to die, excuse me, and I come back to light, life. From the Lord or whoever brings me the fucking back, Davos would probably be the one of the first people I'd want to see. Just yeah. to be like, wake up, you fucking cunt. Get the fuck up. Young Melly's not a bad second person to take a gander at. Yo, it depends if she's wearing her neck piece I or said not. Young Melly. Young Melly. Okay, okay. I missed that part. And you know my feeling about this. I'll take old Melly too. Yeah, she she was a sweet old As long as old Melly's disrobed, I think she's a little da- better looking. Davos. <laughs> Davos motivational speaker of the of the of the year. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Ha- hashtag Jon Snow's ass crack matters. Jon Snow's ass crack for president. What? Oh my god. Look, guys, I didn't lose her. Oh gosh. Uh Sam Sam is so Sam is Ramsey. Oh, he's gonna marry Rickon in a red wig next weekend. <laughs> And I just popped in the other room. Thank you, everybody. And again, as always, huge thank you to all of you guys for joining us live after the episode. Hugely excited to be able to talk about this episode. And you guys in the motherfucking chat are keeping us entertained, even more so because it's it's been one of those fucking long days for me not to get into bullshit, but a long fucking day. And I'm like looking at the chat, it's distracting me. Yeah, it's Valerian the Black Dread. Stun ass. We need a stunt cock. <laughs> Stunt cheeks, please. Stunt cock. Stunt cock. Stunt cock. Onion night, please. (laughs) Pizel shit stays. Oh, God. Everyone's cracking me up tonight. So, everybody, thank you so much. Far too many orgasmo references. (laughs) Can you have fit everything? (laughs) But especially like for people that have never seen orgasmo, they're like, what the fuck are you guys (laughs) doing? 
Orgasmo is a movie by Mad Stern, Trey Parker. Check it out. Okay, so so the motherfucking Jon Snow sat up. We see snow crack. I mean, ass crack, body double, I don't care. We see Ghost looking happy, nodding to him. Davos can't believe it. Uh, John's looking at stabby stab time, and he's like freaking out. And Davos asks what he remembers, and he goes, I remember that they stabbed me. And then <laughs> to rub it in, he goes, Ollie, that oh, little man. I've heard him the most. Ollie. Ollie. I've heard him the most. Stab me in the fucking heart. heart. That knows where to cut me the deepest. The little cunt. <laughs> that fucking bitch. Heart stabbing cunt. You fucking bitch. Dan oh, yeah, Drew Chronic is right. Drew Chronic is right. Uh, <laughs> Danny officially did have a side boob show tonight. I I, I own a was I own nipple. Uh, was there nipple? No, um, well, side boob doesn't usually. No, side, side boob usually does not, does not include nipple, Joe. No. So the only like, um, the cheek. nipple is what counts. Nipple, nipple is what counts. Nipple is what counts. No, we and need that. It's not about it's not about whether or not I want to see titties or boobies or any of that, which I do. Yeah, I no. love them. I love yeah, them. It's right. So not but about it is about fairness and equality. Totally. I I like Artistic nobody's gonna write it. No man is gonna write like they might write it into my contract. Joe, you are not allowed to take off your shirt. But no man is gonna write it into their contract not to put take their shirt off oh, so yeah. i find it a little bit you know uh oh. insulting to all of us there danny that you're gonna gender write that gender discriminate and stuff and be like oh my boobs are too precious man everybody's got them you know you're out there you're doing a yeah, job and we play it to the fullest with our own yeah. oh god play it to Very the good fullest. point like, you fucking dude, perverts wow. show some respect for john connor's mother yeah, the, and, uh, oh, oh, stop reminding me of things I want to forget. Terminus and terminus. <laughs> oh my goodness. Fucking A. I'm not, I, I, the phone line should work. And uh, the phone line, the number is 914 205 5689. And uh, also, if you call the 781 990 8509, make sure you leave a voice message so we can. Get your pretty, get your pretty voice on the show. I want your pretty voice. Oh, you sure do got a pretty voice. You got a pretty voice. Okay, so Ollie, he says, Ollie, put a knife to my fucking heart. Fucking killed me. Fuck Ollie. Fucking a butthole here and there wouldn't matter. Oh my God. Uh, they uh, Fucking Terminator. Matt, I don't like how they keep asking Mia to get naked if she doesn't want to show her entire body to the world. Fuck it. It doesn't matter. It doesn't affect the story. Fuck Ollie. I wanted him. And Born to burn. Yeah, I, you're right. Uh, I'm going to argue that. Uh, we're just a pervert. Uh, we're just perverts. <laughs> lean into it, like we said. We, we lean <laughs> There's poetic license. There's pervert license. Hey, man, you're here watching us. Yeah, we got pervert <laughs> license. <laughs> what does that make you? Timo said, fuck Ollie. I wanted him and Thorne to burn. Their death wasn't satisfying enough. I need them screaming. I need them to have the Shireen death. Me neither, Samar. Didn't think her boot uh. Didn't think her boobs looked any more fantastic than others. Mel has better boobs anyway, and I'm a female. Maybe maybe they all look the same to me. I like Mel Melly's boobies. Yeah, they're all lovely. No, all best, boobs are best, best boobies on the show. Go to her. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it. All boobs matter. Yes. <laughs> all boobs matter. So let's take let's take our call. Welcome. Uh, well, one second. Area code two zero two. Welcome to the show, buddy. How's it going? Okay, I'm disappointed on two fronts. Are you talking to me? Yeah, of course, of course. I and I, okay. I hope I hope yeah, it's me. You're disappointed on two fronts. 
I hope I it's. I did not want to see Arya get her, her sight back without having the cat, um, without seeing through the cat eyes, and that was just a fucking disappointment. Oh. Yes. And, uh, Thank why you. the fuck mm. did Ollie only get hanged? Seriously, that's mm. all he like warranted. Him and Joffrey did not get a satisfying enough death. Yeah. Like that was. Uh-huh. We should have seen them. We should have seen him burned. <laughs> Like alive, or like, I mean, seriously, he could have suffered. He could have been killed in the same way Jon Snow was. Why is he only got mm. he only got hanged? That just sucks. <laughs> well, awesome. I, get, I get the answer. I have the answer to that question, and I agree with you with your first comment. Absolutely. Second comment uh, is because Jon Snow was raised by Ned Stark, and Ned Stark mm. drilled into these kids' heads that if you're going to carry out capital punishment, you're going to do it yourself. And come on, you got chopped through four necks yeah, or what, tough. stabbed each of them a hundred times that's and rough. then the finishing blow in the heart. Come on. He just wants to do one chop, get it done with, get the fuck out of there and move on. I want I want to make something clear. Just we, ha- we have some people who I just feel like these comments need to be read. And they do. Uh, since Sam says, I wouldn't mind more naked Ramsey or naked Jamie. There you go. There you I, go. Naked oh, Jamie, please. We're getting a lot of comments. And naked Jamie, please. Yeah, full frontal Jamie. <laughs> Hashtag that motherfuckers. Katie, Katie, I'm, I'm, all, I'm all about that awesome wallpaper. I wish I could get it. I, I'm trying to get that, but uh, <laughs> jump, if you want to jump in the uh, Game of Thrones spoilers in the Discord group. We want to uh, see the Kingslayer sword. Yes, we do. Ah. We, we have a local local number calling us here, so. Uh, I, I let's see who's calling us from our own home home area. Welcome to the show, caller. Hello. Hey. Oh, I think I know who this is. Welcome to the show, Simon. Oh, uh, who do you think this is? Is this Simon? Oh, uh, it's Derek. Oh, uh, right, my question is, what do you think about the Stark guy going to Ramsey and uh, trying to team up with him instead of Jon Snow? Like, he didn't seem to like Ramsey. I don't get it. Um, good, good call. Thank you so much for the caller, fellow uh, Massachusetts Massel mass buddy. Yeah, Massel. Fellow Massel. I, th- I, I mean, I think, I think my perspective of it is that it's all kind of a, a fuck you. It's all a setup so that they can stab the Boltons in the back. So I think they don't even at this point. It's probably just part one. I don't think they're including Jon Snow because to them. Jon Snow is just the Lord Commander of the Night's Watch, so they can't really go to him for support to get no, yeah. fell back. But they know that they have Rickon, and they want to put Rickon there because he's the only one that they know is alive, or maybe mm-hmm. find Sansa, knowing that she's out there somewhere. So they, so this plan needs to be enacted somehow to maybe some whatever the plan is to kill the Boltons. I, I mean, I'm reaching again. I'm reaching and, and because bottom line too is she did marry him. They are still husband and wife. Yes. And and here's the thing too. You gotta you gotta imagine that the entire North, um, as much as Ramsey's been out there, you know, terrorizing everybody, most of them, most of these other families and great lords and houses have a some sort of claim to wanting to be the the Lord of the North and and all that shit. And I gotta imagine that even the Car Starks, any of them, the Car Starks especially. Anybody who was following Ruse was out, or or anything allowing Ramsay to do was out of fear of Ruse and Ruse's allies and Ruse's alliances with other great houses in the south and in the Riverlands and what he may have worked up between houses in the north. That now that he's dead, 
I can't see any reason why any of these motherfuckers would follow Ramsey. I used to be bastard. Mm. I used to be bastard that most of them have probably little to no respect for. I mean, some people probably do. We were talking about this last week or on the feedback show where he's out out there on the streets as a player. They respect him as a player out Mm. there, but not as a, Mm. as a, warden of the north no they're like as long as you're out there killing people flaying people uh cutting theon's dick off we don't have any problems <laughs> have some fun with that shit and i really feel like that those words are going to come true they're going to take him out back and they're going to treat him like the beast he is yeah i think they're all in a sense afraid of him and can't allow him to have any control because they knew roots they knew what Roos was about they knew what he would do he wasn't necessarily an illogical psychopath he had some logic and some method to his madness and the shit he did, whereas Ramsey, not so much. He enjoys what he does, and he does it because he enjoys it. There's not necessarily reason to it. Right. And so he's a very dangerous person to be in the position he's in. They can't allow him to continue there. Ruse made deals. Ruse uh, worked things out, made deals with people, and figured oh, out yes. how to work with these other houses and other lords. To everybody's kind of mutual benefit, of course, to his own in- increasing benefit. But Ramsey, on the other hand, only knows how to go through about things by fear and intimidation. And I'm going to kill you and I'm going to burn your house down. I'm going to rape and kill mm-hmm. your family and all this shit if you don't do what I'm telling you to do. And that was only backed up because his father was out there and had all these alliances with mm-hmm. all these other lords. And you don't know what Roos is capable of and how he's going to back the moves of his psychotic son. So you kind of He's off the, you, you don't touch Ramsey. Well, yeah, he has a mad dog out there, right. essentially. But now all those alliances that Roos had are broken or gone. They don't exist anymore. Um, yeah, they're up in limbo, essentially. Right. So, I, and like I keep I keep thinking too that there's all these other people that have claims on on being the Lord that probably have better claims. And like you said, Phil, the, mm. the once bastard son of a psychotic fucking family that has flayed people as their fucking sigil. Fuck him. Uh, the be- uh, chats kill me. J- Joe Ramsey has no long game. Umber's reasoning makes sense. The Wildlings have breached the wall. They need to support to beat them. I think he may be lying to Ramsey, though I hope. Uh, why the fa- Winterfell has always been the sea- seat of power in the north. Mm-hmm. Ramsey holds Winterfell. Doesn't it seem like John has to be the one to whack Ramsey? That's what I'm thinking. Hashtag yes. cock merchant. What the fuck? Okay. We do see in next week that, uh, that speaking of the Cockless wonder he does make it back to the iron islands it seems uh not to get we'll talk yeah, about that a little bit yeah. about my uh my theories there you know i gotta ask this question to the audience too is is who out there well um never mind i kind of forgot what well, hold on it get 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 back to that uh, we'll, we'll get a little bit more recap here so ollie puts a knife to my head heart stab me back davos says Mel- melisandre brought you back melisandre shows up and asks what did you see when you were dead and john goes nothing i just saw nothing i all i remember is then stabbing me and then nothing she says the lord of light let you come back for some reason uh, maybe i was wrong i was wrong stannis was the prince that was supposed to be promised but i uh, but it, it, it's you it's you i'm putting my all money on you i'm all in now all in i swear i swear you're the one and davos is like okay okay melisandre you did your work could you give us a minute you're freaking the kid out get out of here you can, suck it. You can lick his bum hole later you can like get, take a walk mel 
And I'm used to just being alive again. Yep. And then we get that whole speech that we played a little bit. Uh, you're dead now, and that's completely fucked up. John says, uh, says I did what I thought was right, and I was murdered for it, and I'm back. Oh. Why? And uh, Davos says, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You're back. You're going to fight, and you're going to clean up, clean up all your shit, do your shit. And he goes, I tried to do that before, but I failed. And good job, buddy. You get to fail again. Motivational yes. Speaker of the Year Award goes to Davos. He does it. He does it. It's a Samuel Beckett quote. I'm probably getting it a little wrong, but it's basically try, fail, try again, fail better. It's something that uh, my brother actually told me about. It's an interesting quote from an author named Samuel Beckett. Yeah. Samuel Beckett, uh, the the Quantum Leap guy. Yes. No. yes. <laughs> Sam Beckett. One the same. Yeah, same dude. I wonder AKA if Scott Bacula. Yeah, aka Whoa. Scott. Ba- you mean? Oh, you mean Scott Bacula? Okay. Let's- <laughs> well, it's also interesting to note that that Nelly does call John Prince. You mm. know, Stannis mm. wasn't the prince, but someone the has to be. King. And and it's interesting to note then that I think one of the next scenes is down at the Tower of Joy. One of the first scenes is the Tower of Joy there. So, uh, so uh, we got, let's take our caller. Welcome to the show, caller. What's up? Hello, this is Ramsey. Oh, shit. I'm just calling in. Long time, long time listener, first time caller. I just like to say, I've been going through some trying times and I don't understand all the hate. I mean, um, (laughs) wait, wait. I was murdered. You're my t- wife left me. You're turning on some Your of our co- turning on some of the live chat, Ramsey. We've got we've got we've got a couple people in the live Discord group that are huge fans of yours, but they defend you all the time. Uh, Timo and Sam, right there, I see them right now. They're very excited that you're on the line, Ramsey. So there are people that love you. I, I just I would just like to say to my number one fan, Timo and Sam, thank you very much because I, I just feel that <laughs> to go through what I've gone through, you know, a murdered father. My my mother and brother are also murdered. I mean, how should I react to that? My wife left me. Please, sir, may I have some more? Very, very doing a happy dance. Thank you, thank you, Ramsey. Get back Ramsey. in line. <laughs> Ramsey, <laughs> fucking, uh, Ramsey, uh, Sam says you it. can't disrespect your liege lord. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh Great boy. stuff. Let's take Kinslain, one more. Kinslaying outweighs all that shit, my man. Sorry, Ramsey, you lose. Kin or king. Kid. Welcome, Kid. welcome back, SM. What's going on, buddy? Hey, what's up? I would just like to say to everyone that uh, said that um, who is with Jura right now? Dario. Dario, yes, Dario. Dario, Dario. Dario. Oh, Dario. Dario. Yeah. I would like to tell everyone that Dario was not the leader of the Sons of the Harpies, and that I told you so. <laughs> I- so I told you so. And now because his watch is ended. That the leader of the harpies were the others were the other people that Danny had freed those those monsters wow. or whatever from those other cities. So mm, again, I would just like to tell everyone I told you so. Bam. The harpies. I still, he could I still be the inside it. man. There we those go. City, the leaders of those other cities cities. 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 They are cities. Katie, they are CD cities. Yes. They they I mean they're in charge in a sense they're shout out to in, disco potato i i still think dario's involved me too and you gotta remember dario's no stranger to like uh betrayal of you know he killed the other the other leaders of the well, second yeah. sons and he's in it for his own interests or whatever too. they are not the second sons the what are they uh, uh yeah the sec- i think the second sons no i thought the second sons are from the video game 
<laughs> so let's jump in. Here we go. Uh, let's jump over there. We're seeing some. I'm just flipping back and forth. Sorry, I was distracted by some chat stuff going on. Ramsey is a product of society. <laughs> Dario is a wizard. Someone says they shit. Okay. Second son. No, second. It is second son's joke. Uh, Gendry, Enchantment of Eternity. Oh, awesome. Uh, love Enchantment of Eternity. Great guy. Mark's, Mark is fucking awesome. Great people. Al Red Sox fan, please read the spider's comments above. Yeah, what's the spider's comments above? I want to scroll up. Spider. Uh, Dario is a faceless man. He used to be a tall blonde man. <laughs> yeah, something happened. He changed Ooh, his face. Yeah. <laughs> Some shit happened. Dario is poop Dario is the leader. Does Gendry <laughs> have a paddle? Dario's hot. Ramsey, good about nothing. Daenerys side boob. Uh, Dario is not the harpy. Shout out to Ben. Ramsey reminds me of the Affluenza kid. Phil, please read the spider. I did. I think I did read the spider's comment. Copy. You can copy and paste it if I if I did not say it Al. So I'll see it again. Uh, Dario would be out there if he if he was. Dario just wants to bang Danny some more. Chikinagari's vengeance. Stark says Peter. Didn't Danny kill all the masters of uh, masters of Astapor? Now they're funding the harpies. Uh, cut the head off! Cut the head off the snake! Another one of what's that thing? Cut the head! It it appears like yeah, yeah, another like, one. Whatever the fuck that saying is. Yeah. Uh, second sons of warriors heart. Oh, the second sons. <laughs> Yo, are you talking about the Golden Company? El Hydra. Oh yeah, Golden Company. I think I might have. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. What? I, don't know. <laughs> I know there's a bunch of companies. Yeah, Golden Company is one of them, but. I think it is the second sons in the video game. I forgot that he kind of gets them. They get a, they meet up with Danny, and that's where they talk to the second sons. But I think John Snow, John Snow has a little member. Dario always has a choice, and now his watch was ended. Joe Dario, uh, let's say I seriously thought that Ollie would somehow get out of it. Says Lady Squee, unless Ramsey oh. Bolter. Uh, gosh, here we go. Yeah, kicking that kick ass in there, guys. Uh, love you, Sam and. Uh, Sam and Squee. If Dario were the leader of the Harpies, he wouldn't have left Marine to look for Danny when this would be the perfect time for the coup. Uh, Dari Joe. You still got to make sure that that woman doesn't come back. Well, he might be the leader of the Harpies, but he's not necessarily in it for the Harpies either. Right. He's in it for himself, ultimately. He might be betraying everyone. Yep. And he sees her being, or finding her for whatever reason, being more in his interest than just leaving her out there. Good point, Katie. Uh, doesn't it, of love. We got a we got a text from Providence. Doesn't make sense why the Umbers turned on Rickon, especially when Big John oh. Umber was at the Red Wedding and Roos betrayed them too. Oh. Dario could be Egan from the books. Oh. They could switch the storyline. Very hey, good thing. Point. Why why mm-hmm. go bring mm-hmm. Rickon to Ramsey to be the third house in the power the hierarchy of just the North, right? Because it'd be Ramsey, Karstark, who's already in bed with Ramsey, and then you, who brought this gift, right? Why, like, rather than raising Rickon, protecting Rickon, and being the second most powerful house in the North because you helped raise and keep safe the Lord of the fucking North? Mm-hmm. We got, let's take a couple more calls before we get back into the recap. Here is from Area, area Code, Area Code 601. Welcome to the show, caller. What's up, Phil? Joe, Katie, and Heath, how y'all doing tonight? Doing awesome, buddy. How about yourself? Good, good. Got two quick questions for you. One, did the Tower of Joy scene make you kind of think of Ned Stark in a different way, maybe not so as uh, holy? Because obviously he lied about how uh, Dane was killed. I mean, obviously he told his son that he killed him. He didn't. And also, 
is Ramsey Snow just so impulsive and and so quick thinking that he doesn't realize the. Yes. I know it's ceremonial, but the bending of the knee is so important. And for the umbers not to bend the knee to him, mm. I know it's ceremonial, but still, he didn't hit that. It's almost like he just cast it to the side. Yeah. yeah. And I wonder if the way that they look at it and go, oh, we're just going to like play along a little bit, but I'm not bending the knee to you because you're not Warden of the North to me. Great call, Heath Hinton, and I a hundred percent agree with your se- the second second point. Yes, hundred percent, hundred percent. And to your first question, I know Joe and Katie will want to get on the, in on this too. I, I don't look at Ned quite differently. No. I always thought Ned would be someone that tries, you know, fights honorably, but in a fight to the death, the only honor is winning. Yeah, and, and, his- and he was a kid at the time. It was, it was a matter of necessity. It's what should have happened. And uh, one quick thing, Great John was not at the top, at the red wedding in the show. Says Amy, thank you. And what what um what is the 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 real story that they fought six on two and only two of them left that they that they killed four of them right? Because and that, Dane is a fucking badass. That fucking mm-hmm. right. almost all of them. And, and in that, they, Ned did tell the truth. Exactly, and he, and the thing is too is is like I said, maybe he <clears throat> he was stabbed in the neck, but. He clearly wasn't fucking dead yet, and well, mm. it, you know, I'm sorry, he wasn't. He's still he's about to die. Yeah, there's no there's no like he, emergency it, room or ambulance. Yeah, to no, call arguably and... he could have died even without the finishing stroke. Seven on three, but, but Ned yes, still Ned finished him and ultimately it. killed him. And uh, mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. and it was a valiant fight, and they and they certainly never talked down how fucking you know amazing of a warrior, you no. know the morning's sword or the sword of the morning was for Christ's sake and uh and one thing i never understood and this is like the sore loser kind have of a good night disco sore, potato sore winner kind of thing is when you win and when you beat someone and you demolish someone even if you like fucking put a stomping on them like the patriots do to people right and you just completely smack them the fuck down you know to come out and say ha you fucking suck does one thing and one thing only diminishes your victory yeah if you're better than them and you say they suck then what did you do you didn't do anything but if you say they were good and they fought tough and they did and and they they challenged you every step of the way even though we beat them 50 to fucking nothing or we we killed the sword of the morning and left them bloody on the fucking ground you still don't you 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 only have good things to say about these people that you beat because if you talk them down you talk yourself down yeah History is written by the winners, a couple of people say. Uh, in the chat, we've got a couple of other uh, Arias of fucking... I wish there would be an Umber Mandalay plot, Manderley plot against the Boltons, mm-hmm. but I think if the showrunners are going to simplify things and make it the North versus the Wildlings, they won't do the North justice. Why the fuck did they not show Dawn? That would have been so easy. Was that sword that he threw down, Dawn? I thought, I thought it was, but it might not have been. Someone will be able to correct me in the chat. Mage Mormon wasn't at the Red Wedding either but his daughter was killed in there uh, fucking uh, nightmare is not dead hodor fuck leanna and john's son uh history is written by the victors uh howland reed sneaking up and stabbing in the back was very similar to <laughs> patriots one joe ned never brags or talks about the fight no. the frag- frogman told his son fighting honorably and losing is still losing fighting dirty is winning is better than dying it's uh that's not fighting dirty i'm sorry no. you went mm. into that fight fighting six out is the 
guy supposed to come out and be like, ha, I'm back in the fight. Don't forget to defend for me now, too. No, I'm sorry. No. That's not how this shit works. If you walk into a bar and you're sitting in a fucking bar and there's a bunch of guys and they're wearing fucking cuts with patches all over them and you pick a fight with one of them, you're not picking a fight with one of them. You're picking a fight with the whole fucking group of them. If I'm out in a bar with my fucking family and friends and you pick a fight with me or I, me and my fucking family come fucking looking for you, I'm sorry, you know walking into that when you come out of your house or when when you're standing at the fucking bar and you look at the six of us in the fucking face, you know you're not about to do this one-on-one. That's just not going to happen. And if you turn your back on any of them or forget about any of them, they're going to fucking kill you. They're going to stab you in the back of the fucking head. They're going to rip out your fucking heart. Whatever the fuck the case may be, we're going to drag you out to the curb. We're going to fucking curb stomp you, break your fucking legs, and make you eat pavement. That's all there is to it. That's That's how families fucking fight. That's it. There's no dirty fighting there. Howland Reed stabbed the guy in the fucking neck because the guy was trying to kill his best fucking friend in the Lord of the fucking North. Period. Done. Not a dirty fight. Nothing about it was dirty. They never talked him down. The whole thing was fucking honorable. It happened exactly the way I fucking pictured it. When a fight's a fight, a fight's a fight. You fucking walk out winning. That's all. That's it. There's nothing dirty about it. No, There's no I, dirty fighting. I, I fucking bite your fucking balls off if I have to. If you put them in my face and I'm fucking fighting you and your balls end up near my fucking mouth, I'm taking one. I'm taking one the fuck off with these fucking chompers. These dirty fucking plaque ridden fucking cankered fucking mouth is going to rip your fucking nuts off if you put it fucking near me. Period. Plain and simple. And that's the way a fight goes. There's no nothing dirty about it. There was nothing dishonorable about it. Howland Reed did what he did, and that's all there is to it. Period. Bam. The, okay, do, okay, Joe. Okay, Joe. So people, the people in the chat, some people have never heard of Joe rant before. Are like, dude, Sorry stop. Voila. Are you gonna die? Joe Dang, was... kill. Joe needs some oxygen. This is a Walking Dead it's just level. It's not a dirty rant. fucking fight. I, I can't. Like, there's nothing when you're fighting to the death. There's nothing dirty about anything that you're going to do to the no, person in front of you. We know, we know. Okay, Joe. Sorry, uh, sorry, so, okay. sorry. much apologies. I just everybody. think that situation boils down to... And the, the Patriots that was broken yeah. for Bran, and his hero worship was brought into question for him. I guess. Because it's not the perfect hero story that he was always told. It's not fair. He's People finding say, out his dad was human. People say Joe sounds like a Patriots fan. Uh, where's your fucking no, shot? Not at all. Joe, <laughs> did no, you, no, he hates Joe rants are epic. Lord Joe, keep it coming. Your balls on your chin. Joe, fucking. <laughs> <laughs> we got, oh, fucking Carmine. Is, uh, Carmine has recovered from his stroke because. Yeah, uh, I was worried about stroke. him. I was so worried about and, uh, Sam were in this episode. Oh, let's, let's take some calls now, but let's welcome to the show. Okay. Uh, We've got some people that have been on hold for a little while. Welcome to the welcome to the show, Erico three four seven. Is that you, my buddy? Oh, dude, what's going oh, on, my friend? Hey, Big J in the fucking ass, brother. Welcome, Big J. This is one of our great <laughs> friends. Big J has house. marathoned the season yeah, over the last day. course of the last month. How you doing, Big J? What'd you think of this episode? I love you guys, man. Joe, rip his fucking cock off, bite it. <laughs> You know what I'm saying, brother? Whatever you about it. Me, you, you. Forget about it. You know what I mean? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Brother, you're getting the bottom fucking bunk, man. I made it. I didn't want you to get the guys too long I did. I haven't really talked to you live. I left the voice, but I'm loving the fucking show, man. I binge watched it in a week. Five. I'm up to where you guys are. 
The fucking midget, the fucking midget steal the cocaine. <laughs> he's right up there with Jonathan Banks and um and Saul, man. He, he I love watching this fucking guy. I, they got to give him more time. Yeah, yes. Tyrion is awesome. Uh, Tyrion, especially. Tyrion. I drink and I know things. I almost lost my fucking. <laughs> 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 fucking amen. I'm the same way. I I drink or well, I drink sometimes and I smoke and I know things. For all those Peter Dinklage fans out there. Yeah, he had one of them, right, Phil? Over the last five years. Yeah, he he won. Did he, a couple of years ago? Did he win one? I, I, Someone in the chat yeah, can tell me. I know he's won at least one. I'm pretty sure. He deserves them all. I'm a, I was a little confused on one part today. I, I mean, this show is a lot harder to pick up than, than Better Call Saul. I mean, there's so many fucking mm, things going yes. on. I mean, it's... But I, I, I'm pretty much in there with what's going down. Um, the girl today... Uh, the girl... Uh, when the with the bald guy, Farius, when he was yeah, telling her, when he was negotiating with her, mm-hmm. what she turned on Danny. Is that what happened? No, it was early, like last season. He, she was running the whole one of the whorehouses that were killing the unsullied. So that was she, oh, that's where that's where she was from, right? Mm-hmm. Right? Right? They, they got no nuts, right? They were just going there to get yes. like well done and stuff. And right? he and to answer, but, they, but uh, yeah, yeah, I was I couldn't figure out where she was from. And uh, a couple people said in the chat that he has uh, two Emmys, two Emmys. He deserves more. Yeah, he's fucking terrific, man. He yeah. he, he really is. He, he really is. The show, I'm a general. I didn't want you guys to get the wrong idea. That well, I love the fucking show. My other show, Banshee's going off the fucking air. Oh, 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 such love a good that show. show. Yeah, yeah, fucking awesome fucking show. And I'm gonna start watching Boardwalk Empire. You know, awesome. They good, filmed good that right show. now. Oh, so still, but I'm gonna start watching that. And but I'm really loving fucking Game of Thrones, man. Thank you for no, thank throwing you, that shit my way. Thank you, Big J. I'm going to get to talk about it again. Me too, man. We'll talk to you soon, Big J. Great call, buddy. Oh, I'm Love so happy. Maria. You too. That's Big J from New York. Let's take another call. Welcome, Ryan, too. Thank you for finding us. And welcome to the show, caller. What's going on? Area code 803, you're on. 803. 803. <clears throat> oh. I can- 803. Um, that is you. Yeah, what What did you think? All right, I'm oh, trying God. to not interfere with things. Um, the, go for it. Uh, what was your question? I'm going to put you on hold for a second. I'll get back to you in a yeah, second. Yeah, let's, uh, let's get to another caller right here. Area code 727. What's going on? What's up, Phil? Hey, what's going on? How you doing? Doing well. What did you think of this episode? It was pretty good. Um, The one thing I didn't like about it, though, is when John was looking at Ollie, I think he should have just poked him with his sword so his head exploded. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been pretty satisfying. I don't think anybody would have had a problem with that. I would have loved that. that That's the awesome. only thing I'm not mad about. Not that I'm mad about about the episode. <laughs> very good, very good point, caller. Thank you. So candy comes out. Thank you so much. And let's take, uh, let's take one more. Let's take our buddy SM. What's going on, buddy? Hey, what's up? Um, question, because I missed this. Well, to be fair, I watched the episode after it was over, so I had to the option of fast forwarding could you sum up for me what tommen and the high sparrow were talking about because anytime i see tommen on screen it just makes me want to fast forward because he's such a weak little bitch 
I had something else, but I forgot what my second part was. So no, definitely call back in. Tell me that. Uh, th- this was, it was the high sparrow going. Could you bend over while I stick my hand up your ass and turn you into my puppet? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's bad. That's saying, I guess so. If I guess so. It feels good. It was him coming in, going, "I'm tough. You're, I'm, you're gonna let my mother do this. You're gonna let my mother do that. Yada yada yada." And ultimately, the high, the high sparrow just going, "Listen, look into my eyes. Yeah, you, I believe <laughs> you. Well, Kyle, you. this guy's the teacher, you know, and he's not just a teacher of children. He's, he's a, a con teacher, artist. yeah." Oh, okay. So he's a con artist, or you know, he, you you consider him a teacher. We'll call him that, just to a be nice. A cult leader, a cult leader, teacher, whatever. Uh, and so I, I gotta, I gotta feel like if he's able to, okay, we'll call him, we'll call him a con artist. We'll just keep it there. If he's able to manipulate all these older people into, you know, elevating him into this power position of authority in this newly formed church militia thing, then. Uh, it's got to be really easy to manipulate this poor little oh, child. Oh, Tolman's no problem. Like, oh, he's an idiot. He's, he's putty for whoever gets their hands right. on him. You, you must uh, add Joe talking about biting off balls when you do a Joe rant montage. <laughs> <laughs> tell him to join the tell, uh, tell him to join. There's lots of material for some Join the Discord. Join the Discord. Uh, oh, who is that? Uh, he's not. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm just reading some bits. Reading some bits in there. Uh, who who's the dog? Uh, that's Katie Crow. She's worked into a dog tonight. Uh, yes, so, in honor of a shaggy dog. Yes. Let's let's ta- we're gonna take you again. Area code eight oh three. Try you one more time. Uh, we're gonna get you live right now. What's going on, buddy? How's it going? Yes, sir. Um, do you not think um, if Rickon is who he is? Obviously, he is who he is in the show, and what do you if he took out Shaggy Dog to help the Umbers and usher in a new era, so to speak, is he not Joffrey 3.0 where <laughs> Ramsey was Joffrey 2.0? Very interesting. So you're saying is if this is if Rickon did this, if he if he actually if he actually oh it, I I mean I see I. I would say if that Rick is the cut case. Off Shaggy dog's head? No, Rick can cut off another dog's head. Good deal. Just a dog. I, I don't think Rickon could cut off any puppy's head. He was a sweet oh. boy. Rickon was not a sweet boy. Rickon was a confused, angry little. Remember the scene with Rickon in the cave and he comes out? He's, like, yeah, he's, he's a very. He's like, no. Nobody pays attention to me and I'm off in the caves alone in the dark with my puppy. Go fuck everybody. Yeah, with his puppy. Like. The one creature that actually paid attention to him and that he probably bonded with because he was ignored otherwise. Umber equals a shitlord. Rickon is old now. The dog volunteered. He did not go to the high sparrow without his. <laughs> he raised his paw. Yeah, please. I hope. will be a martyr. Overthinking it. Uh, let's <laughs> let's take one more call and then we'll get back into the recap and stuff. Welcome, to, welcome to the show. Six one six. Yeah. Hey, what's going on? Hey, um, uh, why do you suppose that the red woman was so hesitant about, um, or her, she wasn't very confident about being able to bring, bring back John Snow? Why do you think that was? I think, uh, to answer your question honestly, I think that she really was sort of coming to a point where it's what happened with Stannis and losing out on her faith. She really just didn't think she had the power. If you remember back in when she meets Beric and Thoris Amir, she's mm-hmm. surprised that he has that power, that that power even yeah. exists. Uh, 
So it's not something I think she feels confident that she could do. She's probably hesitant that I don't want to fail again. I just keep trying shit. I keep failing. And she didn't want to go to that well one more time, I think. Yeah, yeah, like she burned a little girl in the end on top of all those other people. And it was all for the wrong cause. Whoops. Yes. And it, yeah. it, like it was her last dis- ditch effort to, I think, at her faith. Was, yes. Was yes, OSHA is the prayer for John. <laughs> People yeah, don't know the names that we're calling people because I some people wrote when we oh there's so many people so many names OSHA we've said this a couple of times OSHA oh, is the wildling that got brought in the other person with the cloak on their head in that scene at the end Rickon is the younger Stark brother that we haven't seen since season three uh, it was it season three at the end of season mid end of season three when he got ta- he got separated from Bran he's the youngest of the Stark kids and he he's also joe mentioned this a second ago he's in the books he's played off a little bit more like he has an attitude problem he has emotional issues he's he's very he angry left they abandoned him yep i'm pretty sure the wolf di- wolf died of yeah. other causes and the umbers yeah. are planning something which is the reason they brought the head yeah osha's gonna be tortured by ramsey i hope he doesn't touch her or rickon poor rickon what a book some uh, ninja shit like she did before. Oh, I like that. Uh, uh, copy that. Where is that? Here we go. Uh, his ne- his next scene is in the High Sparrow spot. <laughs> is that uh, the last scene Tommen has was with his mother? Is make me strong. His next scene is in the Sparrow spot. Mm-hmm. Very good. Very good point. Everyone will think Osha and Rickon are the flayed characters. Nah. Osha kills Ramsey, maybe. Oh, that'd be very interesting. Okay, so let's get back to where we were in the recap, which is still very early. Uh, we come, we come out. Uh, John comes out. He's a god. Has a small pecker. Blah blah blah. So then we get to our next scene, which we can yada yada through a little bit. But Sam and Gilly are on the boat. Sam is gonna puke. Gilly's like, "You're all right." And I thought this was kind of funny she used to think he was in the sea was like as far as you can see but that was before i learned to read sam are you gonna throw up i got something to tell you are you gonna vomit again if anything maybe this scene went on a little too long it could have been cut for time but but anyways if you like sam and gilly it's a good sam and gilly scene i think they were having a little trouble with time there like the uh commenter said about the um Someone said, I hate how episodes are only 45 minutes. I I was a little disappointed about this episode because everyone's predictions were correct. No, not Gilly. Get it over with. Boo, Sam storyline. So the baby has aged a little bit, but not that much. At least a little bit, it looks like. Uh, She calls him the baby's daddy for a second here, too, uh, just to kind of be like, yada, yada, yada. Okay, let's get the Tower of Joy. Okay, so enough of that shit. if people have any questions about the Sam and Gilly stuff, you can ask us for the feedback show, uh, 781-990-8509, and we'll get to those questions. I don't have much to say about the Sam and Gilly stuff. It was it was what it was. We needed to get back to them. I don't like that we got back to them before we got back to Littlefinger, but whatever, we got back to them. Someone sink the boat. I can't wait to see Old Town 2. Is it this season or next? I say a couple people think they might see it this season. I think we're not going to see Old Town until next year. This whole season will be... Uh, Sam securing Gilly in the, with his family and all that sort of stuff. I don't think he'll reach Old Town, or I do think Gilly's probably going to end up coming with him anyways. But 
I don't think that's going to happen until the beginning of next season. I don't think we're going to see Old Town. But that's just my perspective. Hashtag Gilly loves anal. Uh, they, uh, Craster has weird not aging blood. That's that's why his kids become White Walkers. That, that actually makes a lot of sense. Gilly really annoys me for some reason, says Squee. I want to see Old Town and Horns Hill. I'm excited to see Horns Hill. I normally don't mind Sam and Gilly scenes, but this scene was pretty lame, says Timo. I, I mean, I thought this was kind of a charming It was scene. cute. Yeah. I, oh, like, so- I like the actress that plays Gilly. I don't necessarily I'm, like the character of Gilly, I'm but so something crazy. about her I like. I'm, I'm so crazy. Sam, I always like Sam. Two girls, one white walker. Oh, my God. Gilly's Child yeah. is the reason the white walkers are yeah. coming. They, they broke the pack. And very interesting. Gilly's Child is the reason why the white walkers are coming. They stole a baby. I do too, Katie. A few days after last season ended and they were talking about Old Town filming locations. People in Westeros are too dirty to do anal. You need to prepare for butt stuff. This show. Oh <laughs> I, I, love, I love our viewers. Some of the best people in the world. You guys are fucking cracking me up in the chat. Oh, Bats are off the hook tonight. Thank you so much to everyone in the Discord group Amazing. and live viewing yes. and all the people that listen to the audio podcast. Huge thanks to everyone that's turned out this yeah, week again to talk about the episode. Huge love to everybody. Okay, so let's get to the Tower of Joy scene. We see a fo- sword being sharpened, and then we see the horses riding up, and we see the King's Guard uh, grab the sword. We see Bloodraven and Bran watching the whole thing, and Bran says, "That's my father." And we see Holland Reed, that's Mira's father. Uh, we see Arthur Dane put down a sword in the ground that theoretically could be Dawn, even though it wasn't white like milk or whatever. But uh, but I think that was the show's version of Dawn. Puts it down and oh, we get the top of it even had like the sun the sun on the uh on the pummel. Yeah. It was yeah. definitely the sword of the morning. I, I, I'm like, pretty sure that was the it wasn't that was a full sun either. It was a rising. I'd have to rewatch to make sure, but I, I was like, okay, there's Dawn. Uh, yep. It doesn't look like it, but that's that's what they're trying to be. So uh, so they go back and forth. Should have seen you. Wanted to miss you with the trident. Too bad you weren't there. And he goes, well, if we were there, the usurper would have killed us all. Ned's like, it's all over. Where's my sister? And the prince wanted me here with my sister. I wish I love you the casting. Arthur Dane says, I wish you good fortune in the wars to come. And now it begins. No, now it ends. I like the casting of Dane. Uh, I think I'm too fucking, this is on me. And I said this last episode too. <laughs> like, it's hard for me to look at anyone else as Ned Stark besides yeah. Sean Bean. It's he like, thinks it's he, he looks like Dookie Hauser. Yeah, the cross between Sean, Sean Bean and NPH. <laughs> he, he does look a little bit like NPH. There was another one that someone put, there was like a couple of pictures of images of he looks like someone else. I'm blanking on it. I've saw a couple of, a uh, couple of pics, pics that but compared. I got a good, I got a good Sean Bean ride from him. So I was he pleased with it. Thank you, Disco Potato. It was a good-looking sword. People want Valerian steel swords in the show to look like World of Warcraft or some mm-hmm. epic shit, says Edward. Young Ned looks like Sean Bean. He does look. He does definitely resembles. Well, cat's Bean. paw. When you see what was it called? It was called cat's paw, right? The uh... Neil, Neil Patrick Neil Patrick Stark, Joe. The, yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> cat's paw was the dagger that that stabs Bran that cuts Catelyn's hand that used to belong to Tyrion. The, the, oh, the uh, Tyrion that, that Peter Baelish then had or used to belong, but that dagger looks like something out of World of Warcraft or something like that. But all the rest of them, they, they're described as such that should be in the book. Yeah, I just, like just to be clear, Dawn isn't Valerian Steel. It's from a, from a meteor that crashed or something. Is that what it is? It's uh, Kryptonian. It's Kryptonian in nature. Isn't that what it is? What did they do? Uh, they just John leave Snow, it there in the Superman. sand or they take it with them? Hashtag, hashtag bring Sean Bean back. Doll, no, it's from a fallen star. Thank you, Hope. 
Uh, Don is from a fallen star. They should have gotten Casey needs it uh, to play Ned. Uh, his grimace has uh, that total Sean Bean look. I rewatched the fight. Dane sh- should have fought with the two swords. If D and D are rushing shit because they're tired, let someone else take over. Let freaking take a vacation and get back. The castle's private property. I was planning to visit. Oh, the castle in Spain. Awesome. There's uh, John John Snow is Superman. Hashtag John Snow is Superman. Uh, I've had to catch it a few times. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm uh, scrolling back and forth. Love the fact it's uh, not Rickon's dog. It's another it's another wolf. Uh, No problem. Thank you. By the way, best fight scene in Game of Thrones. Uh, Absolutely. Oh, no. yes. I think I agree. Oh, beautiful. No, no. They were asking us what it was. So you say this. I still say it's the mountain versus the viper. Oh, well, I wouldn't oh, say this was oh, the oh, best. Oh, I think oh, this was beautifully okay. done. It was... They showed it for much of the fight and didn't like do the quick cuts and oh, close-ups and crap. Yeah. And, but to me, still the best fight so far is, Mount, is mountain versus viper. I just thought it worked the best. Uh, and, so and maybe, and maybe this is also a case for me of uh of been eating saltines with the sand snake shit for so long that mm. maybe you know it's this the best fight it's been a long time yes. since yeah. since that fight Phil <laughs> since that fight for sure so uh, this, I think it's the second best fight that so I've Ned seen. Ned and his crew actually, face yeah. off against the two, and Dane is killing it. Ned takes down Hightower. I think it's Hightower. People can correct me if I'm wrong about which king, other Kingsguard was there. But uh, Dane has the two swords. He's surrounded by four guys, mm-hmm. and he kind of just starts Beautiful. engaging them all uh, like in an awesome fucking battle. He cuts, kills one through the neck, easy. Knocks one, knocks Holland Reed down, but as Joe mentioned a few times tonight, does not finish him. Kind of yeah. just knocks knocks him down and knocks him out over to the side. So uh, Bran, then we get to a Bran commentary with this where Bran says, wow, he's better than my father. And Blood Raven says, far better. Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, But I heard the story a thousand times. Uh, he killed Dane. How the hell did this happen? How did he win this fight? And Holland Reed comes up from behind, stabs him in the back. Neck, Ned picks up the sword picks up Dawn or picks up the sword that was in the ground and fucking kills him. And then we hear the screams coming from the tower. This is where the blue balls come in, everybody. Mm-hmm. Everyone's collective blue balls raised as we can hear Leanna screaming from the tower. Was it her? It was fucking her. Okay. Uh, Bran says, what's in the tower? As Ned runs in and he yells, what's here comes the Runs into the tower and Blood Raven says, uh, come on, we got to get out of here. That's enough. We'll come back here later. Bran's like, no, I'm fucking staying here. And he yells to his father, father, Ned. And Bran- and Ned turns around for a second. Why the fuck did he turn around? Did he see him? Was it the wind? Who knows? Well, they, and and uh, they do a good job with this too, explaining all this in the books too. And it's kind of like what Blood Raven says, like, it it ends up being to the people that hear stuff like that, like the wind calls or those little moments in your mm-hmm. life when you turn around and like, what was that? Oh, did you hear something? Oh, shit like that. Some um, someone in the chat think it might be Went and that Hightower is in the tower and that because Went was the one sharpening his sword in the book, so that was him on the show. Uh, so, it, honestly, I, it it I I honestly don't know. So if anyone knows for sure, we can know. Can anyone once we see the casting of the episode on the uh, HBO thing of like what character he played, we'll all be able to figure it out. So, so okay. So Bran says uh, he he's better than my father. Blood Raven says far better. And how can my father beat him? Howland Reed stabs him in the back, and then Ned kills him with uh, kills him with that. Bran says, what's in the tower? What's in the box? As Ned runs in, he yells, father, the wind. Joe explained that very well. And then eventually, Blood uh, Blood Raven says, 90 seconds. Holy shit. 
Wow. Okay. Raven sounds pretty. Everybody that's on the phone lines right now, if I can see you, 914-202-715. In about two minutes, you guys are going to be disconnected, but it will re the phone lines will connect. Let's try to get these three calls up, but the phone lines will continue. I have another event set up, so let's take three quick quick calls. Welcome, caller. What's going on? Hey, are you talking to me? Yes, I am. I'm. Are you talking to me? Uh, yes. Second. How you doing, man? I'm really enjoying this. Thank you guys for doing this, by the way. I really appreciate it. My pleasure. Sorry, you're going to have some weird British woman giving you a countdown. It's going to be weird. That's all right. I'm going to do a quick, quick go. So the scene with Tom and Cersei, I think it's a lot bigger than we think. The last scene with his mother, he says, you raised me to be strong and I was weak. Help me. I think there's a lot more going on in that scene with the highest brow than we think. I think what's going on is Cersei sent him there to play this game, to start playing these games. In the next few episodes, I'd just like to know what you guys think. And the rest of the fans, thank you. All right. Oh, I, I, yeah, I, I didn't well, even consider I, that really. I love that theory, and wow. uh, and and it would make sense with how friggin' ridiculous he, mm -hmm. he he seemed in that moment. Uh, caller 715, how's it going? You're on the air. Hey, Phil. Hey, Joe. I love your guys' show, man. I come here right after. I got a quick Ten comment. Seconds. Uh, I think, do you guys uh, think that pretty much everybody at the Night Watch is going to be dead because uh, it kind of coincides with. Ned's storyline, how Howland Reed, no one knows the truth that Howland Reed uh, stabbed Arthur Dane. And I think maybe, you know, they'll be down the line, they'll say, oh, there was this man that came, the King of the Night's Watch, that came back to life after, you know, during the, the war against the Great Others. What do you guys think? I, I, uh, I definitely, I definitely think you might be on some. Joe, what do you think? Um, I don't know. I, I got to say that uh, I, I'm not sure where the connection between Howland Reed killing Arthur Dane and Jon Snow coming back to life, aside from the fact that, you know, he was there when he was possibly born, if that's what's mm. going on in the tower, right? Uh, but I don't, as far as everybody dying, all the all the Night's Watch dying, yeah, I, should, I absolutely think that's a uh, really distinct possibility. Yeah, and then the new, the new army of wildlings and all the houses of the north that get together or whatever are going to have to beat back this uh, great threat with the dragons and such. But I, I, I'm going to need maybe a little bit. I, I'm not sure. I'll have to listen to that question again too to to see what if I if I answered it. <laughs> if you answered if you answered the question, if I answered the question properly. Start your show now. Press one. Uh, I'm starting that. Appears you're calling back into a live show. I'm starting now. now. Connect me now. Sorry, woman. Sorry, uh, everybody. Uh, and and that. <laughs> yes, I am back in, and I can take calls again. You guys that are on hold are back on. Sorry, I'm still figuring out this new system, but it's better than hearing that fucking ring, 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 ring thing every time. So here we go. Let's let's. Uh, Brand says, "What's in the tower? Take me back." You heard, and then they finally come out of the dream after all the blue balls and he says take me back you heard me take me back or ned heard me what did he hear and uh, blood raven says he might have it might have just been the wind the ink is dry when we heard this in the preview the ink is dry that's already happened if you stay too long you'll never return bran goes bran who someone said star, star kids age poorly but uh what what the fuck what the fuck do I want to, why do I want to come out of these dreams? I'm a cripple. I don't, I don't want to sit in this fucking cave and talk to you for the rest of my fucking life. And Blood Raven says, yeah, yeah. What have I been doing here? I've been waiting for you. And Brand's like, I'm not staying here. And he goes, don't worry. We're not staying here. <laughs> I don't want to be worry. stuck in a tree for eternity. What the fuck? 
that's my plight, not yours. But to know, but before you go, you must learn everything. I mean, everything. Dude. Fucking everything. Fucking shit. The North and the Wildlings all get together for a newfound kingdom called Gloucester. It wasn't. It was <laughs> I wish Bloodraven really took looked more like a tree. Joe was talking yes, about that last yes. week, and Big I feel like it's burn. even more ironed in when he says, "Oh, when he said that, I almost lost my shit, Phil." Yep, that's a tough one. Roots growing that's through me and stuff. No, you're <laughs> sitting in a fucking little hole there, like. What are you talking it about? Like it could just be plucked out. There's yeah. nothing grown. Like, yeah, he him. just has to step or like open the door to his little yeah. fucking bathroom, like <laughs> his tub door or some shit. Like, <laughs> like he's, he's sitting in a geriatric tub that that uh, has a nice little root outline to it. It's like a, you know, I, I I had one of those installed in my backyard to make it look like part of the part of the woods. You know, people in the chat are saying, uh, "Is is uh." Phil, uh, they promoted this season with half uh, half the faces poster this season has been really a season of death. Uh, how many people are dying every episode? Oh, yeah, people are dying every episode. Martell's, Bolton, Walter, Thorne, Ollie. It is going to be a season of death. Can you guys in the chat hear Joe all right? Uh, a couple of people were in the putting Joe Joe in the chat. I think I think your mic's fine. I think uh, your your uh, your your little screen thing, your your thing got disappeared. Your your overlay. Yeah, your overlay. Well, overlay's been gone the whole time on mine. It hasn't. Oh, okay. been. So everyone can hear. Everyone can hear Joe. I, I'm sorry. I saw a couple of people yell Joe in the chat, so I wasn't sure if uh, Joe could not be heard. Joe, hashtag Joe 2016. Joe Mama. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so just just wanted to make sure. Okay, so l- before we get to anything else, Joe or Katie, you guys want to say about Tower of Joy? Nah. Nothing more. I hope we get back there soon. That's my yeah. only thing I'm going to say. So, uh, so let's take some calls before we get to Miss Daenerys Stormborn. So, area code seven one four, you're on. What's going on? How's it going, man? Hey, hey, welcome. Hey, hey, hey! I just, I uh, just finished seeing the show, man. It was good. What's the thing with Jon Snow, man? What, what, what happened with that? I'm not cut up with the books or anything like that. But he quit the Night's Watch. This is this is new stuff to the to the point of this was I don't know if it's as a lot of people say I don't know how if stuff's going to happen the same in the books but for the benefit of it this was new this was something that got speculated a lot is John out of his vows by dying and coming back and that just confirms it that when he might I think he is Mike Tops yeah that he's uh that he is on he no longer is bound to that his watch is fucking ended until yeah. my death doesn't so, it doesn't say like last breath i don't think so so let's jump in a couple more calls sm what's going on buddy hey what's up i just wanted to talk about the arthur dame fight it wasn't the best fight i still say mountain versus viper with it was the best i'm with you but since i've heard that arthur dane is like the very best like you know one of the very best fighters of westeros mm-hmm. it has done it has proven like better than any other like you know character fights or whatever yeah. that he really was the best because Brienne and um, Loras are supposed to be the uh, supposed to be the best. They did a better co- job of showcasing that Arthur Dane really was the number one top dog fighter in Westeros in that one scene. And they have in five years of the entire show 
showing fight scenes with anyone else. Good point. Good point as as always, buddy. And that's one of those things that I would actually wanted to say to Joe earlier in the episode with as if last season with Barristan and we were talking a lot that's about more it. like what we should have. Yes. So- uh-huh. I know he was older, but it's it's supposed to be if anyone in the Seven Kingdoms is on on par with you could say could argue as with Dane would probably be Barristan in his prime. And yes, no, but. he he was really given a, a bad dishonorable death. As far as what he Joe be. dropped the mic and pimp walked off like George Jefferson or John. <laughs> I don't really have any idea of John's plans. I don't see how they'll treat John like a god figure now. These back Barrack was brought back six times. Uh, no, but these aren't these yeah, aren't yeah. Uh, people south of the Riverlands either. That's oh. where Barrack was brought back all these times. Was like down by uh, you know, down by King like uh, Acorn Hill and and south of Heron Hall and stuff. Mm. This these are wildlings. Sleep or free folk that are looking at John like he might be a god that he's been brought back. Different culture, different uh, belief system, mm-hmm. different mm-hmm. different lots of stuff, so. Have a, have a nice night, Squee. Uh, Sam says, I agree, SM down. Uh, the cast, uh, that actor's really good in that fight. Timo says, yeah, that casting was awesome. My hubby loved that fight. Sam says, I even remember in the casting that they were specifically looking for great legendary swordmen and they, swordsmen, and they didn't disappoint. Too bad he's dead. D-A-D, yeah. dead. Uh, so, okay, Danny time. Massive horde leave, leading into Vastoth Rack. Beautifully shot. Well done. Beautifully shot. Her walking up, being the one image with all the Rack. We've seen that in the one of the clips that was leaked. Uh, really exceptionally beautiful. Mm-hmm. Beautifully shot. Great scope. We talked a lot about, about this in the first couple of episodes too how i'm excited about the dothraki being back when they have when the show has more money now and they can kind of focus on doing the dothraki right and okay. uh she gets let me just i'll just talk through the scene then we can talk about it. she she ultimately gets taken into the house with the with the crones and danny and her argue about her not coming back there right away because it's you're supposed to come back there right after the right after the call call dies and she did her own thing so now they have to decide on her fate and they rip off her clothes we get side boob and ultimately danny's forced to sit there and live with them for all eternity until the call calls decide her fate on whether the killer will let her leave there and that's that's what i was about to comment on was this horde that we see walking in um i've thought this whole time that that was this calls horde that danny is with Mm. and after this scene i'm thinking that wasn't uh actually just that carl's horde that was all the hordes filling into vase dothrak filing into vase dothrak so it's um it's much more than just the carl's horde that we see because I was going to say that if that if what we saw walking into yes, Vazdothrak was walking across these plains, there would be a swath torn through that would be so easy to track. Rubbish and rubble yeah, and waste it's and so horse crazy. waste and everything from the like, as far as I could see. <laughs> Sorry, that's that's our. I was I was quoting this and Sam threw it in the cup. It's it's Arya after seeing uh, that the Maisie Williams after the red wedding. She she recorded like a little quick uh quick video that's this. They did like so dead like OMG dead. My mother and brother are dead. <laughs> Thank you, Sam, for sharing that. So. So yeah, so Danny in this moment, it's, I agree with you, Joe, that probably like them all converging into that place. So we saw the multiple hordes all, that's why it seems like such an epic scale there in that situation. Either way, it was done really, really well done. (laughs) No, thank you, Sam. 
Uh, so uh, did Danny just, uh, why did he just call Danny a massive whore? <laughs> bored, bored. It was my Boston accent. I'm tired. Get me off. What do you guys think that horde will do? Get me do? off too, please. <laughs> Finish me off here. Okay, so then our next scene. Let's take two calls before we get to our next scene. Area code 832. Welcome to the show. Hey, Phil and uh, Joe. Uh, big fan of you, fellas. Uh, just want to talk about the Arthur Dane scene. It was pretty good, but I, you guys pretty much covered that. And, uh, you know, just looking forward to John doing, John, you know, going to the next step of taking over the, the Stannis army and just smashing Ramsey's head on some wall. Oh, yes. Even more than that Stannis army car, it's the army of the, the, the amount of wildlings free folk that man's control john basically has in his control right now at least a big fucking chunk of those people so john is gonna go lay some fucking dead dead boltons happening buddy i hope so good hey big fan of you guys thank you thanks for doing all this oh no thank you so much uh Thank you and thank you to everyone that checks this out and joins us every week. We are fucking lucky as hell to get to talk about this show with you guys. So here we go, area code nine five four. Welcome to the show. How you doing, guys? I wanted to talk about the Tower of Joy. And the point I was wondering, why would they leave out Sir Gerald Hightower in that scene? I know it was pretty vivid in uh, Ned's dream, and I was thinking possibly that they wanted to show Sir Arthur Dane as like beyond any level we thought so it was like it was it wasn't three versus seven well i only counted six it was um you know two versus two versus, two uh, versus six. six two versus six so at that point and i didn't think Ned was dishonorable i mean so arthur dane was dead at that point he didn't dishonor it was hal and reese who came from behind ned didn't do anything but just at that point finish him off mm-hmm. so, that's what i'm saying how he was dead so to, to answer your question i do think they made the other kingsguard go out a little easier, like make Ned easily take him to show. It was one of those situations where you make someone else less good to make someone else seem mm-hmm. better a little bit to make it seem that Dane is that much better than him. That yes. that Ned could overpower this guy, but could never, even with four guys surrounding him right there, because the other two had already died. So it was down to four against one at that moment when Dane's kind of just going, motherfuckers, you around me, bitches. At that point, it, it just, it's, it's extra verification of badassery. And it's and it's uh, worth it to remember too that that second guy is also a king's guard, one of the seven best swordsmen in the you know land. Yep, they didn't leave Gerald High. Okay, so uh, that good. Carmine answered the question, or Carmine says they didn't leave Hightower out. They led. They left went out. So that act. So the character that was in there was Hightower. They left went yeah, out. He was pretty tall, lean looking guy. Uh, hundred noobs asks, ask Joe, if he awoke in the jungle and one person had to be there, who would it, he choose Ramsey or the golden Knight? Of I, course. I have to choose one of those two. I absolutely choose Jamie. Is that Jamie. the golden Knight? Is that the one? Is that the golden Knight? Who's the golden Knight? Uh, went had the black bat on his helmet. I saw no bat. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Carmine. Uh, walking David is in the chat. Sam and Gilly versus Superman. Fun this. I'm not sure, Joe. I'm not sure, Joe. I, I I was thinking the smiling knight for a second when the, when I was reading the question, but they combined went with someone else. It was Dane and Hightower. Uh, 
I thought it was the shield. In, oh, is it disturbing that I'm attracted to Ramsey? There's a lot of people in the uh, Discord group right oh, now that would agree bad with boys. Come on, women love She's bad boys, and this only all that boy. talk proves the point that you know, oh, treat them girls right, and you will grab a girl's heart forever. Carmine, oh, don't man. lie. The truth, the truth is, Carmine had some sort of attack once he saw Sam and Gilly on the TV. So yeah, the, yeah, that's why he can't be with us tonight. He's, mm -hmm. he, he literally needs a day to recover his, <laughs> his uh, use of the mm -hmm. speech. He had, uh, he had more, more puke in his mouth than Sam had in that bowl. Yeah. <laughs> so, so he's, he's, joining he's still trying to wash out the flavor. He's joining us in the chat, so he, he, that's why he can't be with us tonight. So, so we we do apologize. Carmine will be joining us a few more times in the remainder of the season, but 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 any episode Sam and Gilly appear, he automatically has this automatic response that his body starts convulsing, and <laughs> it's, it's horrible. We we wouldn't want that. We wouldn't want that. <laughs> Did Ram? I I had a stroke. I was hoping that that fucking ship sank. Says Carmine. Got right to the chat right now. We got the Walking David. Uh, walking David, you Walking David, uh, you can turn on your mic in general chat. By the way, Walking David, I I have that. Uh, if you want to jump in the voice channel right there, to, instead of calling, I can take you that way. I can take you that way too, David. So if that's the kind of thing you're, that's the kind of thing you're into, I see I see you. So I think I could do that. I'm not sure. Okay. So uh, anyone rewatching episode three again? I am right after this done. What is what is Carmine going to do when he has to watch Sam Sam and uh, oh god a whole Sam and Gilly scene? Oh my goodness. Where's the third uh, tower of joy guy? Where's the third guy in the tower of joy? I think there might be some shit uh, going to going to happen in the future. I, I think they just uh, cut cut one down. Yeah, I think save they money. Why do you need Why do you need to over? There's already so many problems with uh, fans not being able to know the different names of all the different characters and who people are and you already have brand sitting there talking to blunt raven in a in a very basic kind of way going oh that's sir arthur dane the yeah, star the, the sword the of the morning he's the best ever oh my god he's better than my daddy yes he is far better like and then if you have to do that to two people or three people it kind of like you're gonna end up saying like oh all these casual fans or people who haven't read the books are going to be like who are these other two people why are there so many people here who are all these people who just stabbed i mean you already had to have them say like that's howlin reed to your father's left that's our author mm -hmm. dane i mean we can't have them do it for everybody who's i mean months. george martin does it and he does it in 1700 pages oh, you know like goodness. so so let's continue here our next scene is varus is our varus scene and i i've fucking loved this scene loved getting to hear Varys let's see if I can get a little bit of Varys in here you look lovely today my dear you really do how you climbed all those steps without breaking a sweat okay. <laughs> I'm not a torturer this is one of those things where I started to take notes for this oh, why I'm like, you play the leather clip first man oh, I'm, I'm playing it all I, I just I can't I can't not I couldn't even Give Varys justice from writing down his words. Only he can say them. I loved it. No, you skipped it. I think it comes I first. Is what people deserve. Oh yeah, I did. I did skip it. I, it's because I was late pushing record. I don't know how you've managed all that. <laughs> My job is to find the right answers. Basically, someone said they don't understand the Varys scene. Ultimately, it was just a way to show you that Varys is taking over the city the way he took over King's Landing. Mm -hmm. He's making sure he 
gets his own little birds in this city too to be able to figure out the pulse of what's going on get some more information about the harpies but ultimately just to kind of reaffirm his manipulative powers that's why they paralleled it with seeing the kyburn scene with with uh dealing with his old little birds and how uh, and it's, this, everywhere Varys goes, he does this. When before he went to King's Landing, he called them. They weren't called little birds, though. They were called little something else. The first, the first people he controlled in somewhere else. Every place he goes, he does the same thing. And this is just a process of seeing him do it again. Yeah, no, yeah. They, those are still his little birds. I, I think uh, he even does. He goes to make it a point that he'll always trust his. He, you know, he made men. He doesn't, you know have faith in but his he ultimate faith in his little birds that even though Quiburns there is handing off those plums there is no uh faith that someone, or there's there's absolute faith that those are still his birds so, someone just said someone someone asked uh or oh, where, where was the question i said uh fuck it uh Varys is too op he needs a they need to uh they need to do something they need to gimp they need to gimp fucking Varys. he's too op Varys is a Varys is too yeah he is just too crazy. Well, that makes perfect sense from your perspective. Here we go. Here comes the threat, and he just gets. I have a different perspective, of course. I think it's important that you try to see things from my perspective, just as I will try to see them from yours, because that is the only way that I can make you and Dom happy. That is how you pronounce it, Dom. Dom. Yep. I'm afraid I don't really speak the language. Yeah, I do. Such a handsome boy. Those big brown eyes. Good luck keeping the ladies away. I think I think I think we have uh we have another caller with us right now as I'll push pause on this Varus stuff. I think we have with us the one and only Walking David. Welcome to the show, Walking David. Can you hear me? Yeah, Phil, I can hear you, man. Dude, perfect. Welcome. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Sorry, I didn't know that I had just called, honestly. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. We're we're sneaking. Around. I can hear. I can hear the car. The, the ding, ding, ding. The the door open. Car. Well, uh, I'm just gonna keep this open. So feel free to uh to to pop in and uh, mute or unmute yourself as you want. I'm just gonna stay in this stay in this group. You're sounding all smooth, silky, and smooth. Get the high quality audio coming through. Oh, thank you. Yeah, there we go. I have uh, LTE on this. What I mean. Awesome. Um, so we got the. Oh. I, whoa! Yeah, the, the 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 dead air moment. Uh hey, David, I keep missing your live Facebook video. Says Timo. Uh, so that woman wants to be a slave again for tradition. Varys just makes subtle but very good points. Says somebody. Uh-huh. I. And yes, Walking David has been doing some awesome Facebook streaming. So uh, check that out if you're friends with the Walking David. So uh, I'm always scared that uh, Varys gets stabbed out of nowhere every goddamn scene. Bran's the only Stark that does get a haircut. The question is, where are the fucking dragons? They go free willy one episode. Product placement. Long live Daenerys Targaryen. Uh, where's small John Umber? Uh, for every awkward silence, Sam and Gilly scene happens. <laughs> for, yeah, for every awkward silence, Sam and Gilly scene will happen. Okay, so that's basically the Varys scene they go back and forth and Varys ultimately threatens this woman and her son to to basically I'll fuck you up if if you don't do my bidding so if people can wonder what that is all about but ultimately that's what it was about it was about Varys 
fucking threatening this woman to be his be his informant or you're dead so he says it so nicely but it's hard to hard to no no she it's more like um you know be my informant you can leave or you know and well you can go go wherever you want start a new life and they won't kill you but if you don't like someone's gonna kill you someone's gonna kill your son maybe even worse that's a that's it that's your choice like live somewhere or take this nice heavy sack <laughs> yeah. of silver but and and my leather clad friend might have to come back and carry it for us it's too heavy for me it's too heavy for me i cannot I do it, it. <laughs> so then we then we get into the most awkward scene in the world we get awkward moment 101 with Tyrion <laughs> and the two lovers there let's play games what should we do uh, the past the time what should we do what should we talk about <laughs> Don't uh, you speak 19 languages you must occasionally use some of them to talk about things <laughs> I know some people can say this too. I I'm so charmed by Peter Dinklage that, and I'm so charmed by Tyrion Lannister that I'm so. This was the most awkward wonderfulness I've ever seen. One of the most awkward wonderfulness I've seen in my life. I love this. Great deal of time together. What would you be talking about if I weren't here? Patrol. Patrol. When I am going on patrol with the Ansalit, what we see on patrol. Yeah, and he played this. We captured on patrol. That's good. That, that, that's something that's we can talk about. Boring fucking relationship you have there, dude. <laughs> we can talk about something. We can talk about. I don't know. What can we talk about? I don't know, David. What can we talk about here? I don't know. Dude, I'm telling you, I think that was the ultimate producers like, fuck you guys. We're gonna stretch this episode out for no reason at all. Like, it. It's just so awkward. But those guys, like that guy who plays Grey Worm. I'm sorry to say. Shouldn't have cast that guy at all. I agree. I don't yeah, like him. No, either. I agree. Bad casting. I mean, he's got this weird Indian slash Mexican accent that he does, depending on what episode uh, he's in. And he's always just, I'm surprised they don't just have him be the Hodor of Marie. Just go, Grey Worm. Matt Damon. Grey Worm. He just That's goes around saying, Grey Worm. he goes, Matt Damon. Matt Damon. And he's nowhere near as impressive as he comes off in the books. No, he thirteen episodes, and we still drag stuff. Thirteen episodes left, and we're still dragging stuff out. HBO Masande is the head of the harpies. It is known. Just watch, the, rewatch the Tower of Joy scene. They had a lot of the book language word for word, and Arthur Dane even said, "We're here because the prince left us here." Uh, yeah. a, and uh, Tyrion dies. The last episode is season eight. Uh, Greed Ren Renwood. It's a Family Guy style cut scene. Couldn't we have uh, sacrificed the scene for more Tower of Joy? Peter, that, yeah, but they. And I, I gotta say this: more. a couple people in the chat have mentioned it, and I feel like I've been overlooking the question. There's we haven't seen Littlefinger or Braun this season, mm. and I'm hungry for both of them. I hope it looks like we're gonna see Littlefinger next episode. But where the fuck's Braun? Give me some Braun of the Blackwater. I'm missing him. So I think it's it's worth it to yeah yeah I, definitely worth it to mention that there's going to be some heavy bronze stuff or Baelish stuff coming up. I hope so. I think Bronze probably going to go with Jamie when he goes to the Riverlands. That's my imp- that's my impression. That's my instinct to think that's when Bronze comes back into the story. When mm-hmm. Jamie takes the army, goes off, he goes off with him, and we've had we have seen that potential. What a lot of people think was Bronze grabbing Pod on the battle. 
Uh, so, so Braun, I hope comes back. He's definitely on the acting uh, on the list of actors for the season. So I would be very upset if, if we don't get a lot of Braun. Who's oh, yeah. someone says who's Braun? Braun, if, if, if that's a serious question, Braun was the guy that was with Jamie last season, Tyrion's friend, uh, the cell sword guy. If someone Who's was actually Tyrion asking since season one, since uh, yeah. the eerie. Yeah. He, he is uh Braun and Gendry are going to make the eight. <laughs> yeah. That's where they are. Braun and Gendry are somewhere trying to make the eight. <laughs> so Braun uh, does not want to have to be following yeah, up. Oh, you said Gendry. Okay. Yes, buddy. Uh, tell me you weren't waiting for Varys and Grey Worm to be left in the room alone and him just go, have I ever told you this? God. You you ended up getting cut off for a second there, but yeah, I was totally waiting for that. Waiting for that. Did I definitely tell you? This, I mean, did, you did I ever tell you? That's gotta be the most. That would be the most compelling part of that whole series is two men talking about how they both don't have dick. I think that well, everybody deserves to have that scene. You want to know how about these scars? That would be pretty funny. Comparing how they go pee. So let's take let's take a couple calls here. Area code two two nine. What's going on, caller? Hey, what's going on, man? I wanted to say something about Ned and the dishonor stuff that we were talking about a little bit earlier. Yep. I don't think the dishonor was the uh, stab in the back. I think it was him not correcting the story later on. Fair enough. Very, well, very... What if that's the the I was thinking about that too, like the story of it, and why would you change the story of how? it all happened and one reason to do so is that it makes it uh if you're howling reed you don't want to be known as a backstabber which as we see and even from the chat that a lot of people look at it like he did something dishonorable which i apparently have made my thoughts well known but you have problem with jamie stabbing the king in the back um the Big difference, dude. I mean, there's, I mean, like, yeah, both an apple and an orange are fruit, but they're not the same thing. All right. Oh, I, agree. So, I agree. One's king, one's king slaying, and one's fighting in a in a reasonable fight where it's a melee and someone's just coming from behind. It's like in the uh, in last season when they were in marine fighting pits and Jora gets knocked down by and gets beat by the uh, water dancer. The marine, the marine champion, comes up behind the water dancer and kills the water dancer. Uh, and then Jor and him face off was that it's it's almost the same same type of yeah, thing same thing that's the fighting pit that's a pit that's a melee like i'm sorry we've all seen uh you know the royal rumble right well, if, if you're in defense of yourself or in defense of others it's not dishonorable yeah so I, I was so i was thinking about that why why change the story so you know reed doesn't want to be known as that and also if asked and Reed pipes up first, you know, and puts Me too, Ned up on this little bit of a pedestal that he went down there and he was the hero that saved his sisters, uh, you know, the sa that tried to save his sister's life or whatever the case is, like however they, they worked it out. I think it made sense that they would say that Ned was like a big hero of the situation. Yeah. He's well, also got to go back and be the Lord. The no, very fair. And children, people pass down stories things get things get things get ex exploded and thing you you play the telephone game it keeps yeah. getting growing and growing bill right. says this episode was called oathbreaker i was disappointed that we didn't see a flashback of jamie killing the mad king we saw that mm -hmm. clip potentially in the trailer preseason 
what looked like the shadow of the wall. Uh, maybe, hopefully we'll see that later, but I agree that this would have been a good episode for it. Uh, Jamie saved 500,000 people. Hodor's dick is too big. Sorry, Arthur Dane's episode was not great. It ended too quickly. Hodor versus Robert Strong. Uh, Robert Strong, because he knows how to fight a little bit better. Uh, but Jay, uh, Grey Worm, uh, uh, Grey Worm, did I ever tell you about the time I visited the miniature guillotine factory? There's... <laughs> Ned Stark's sister was going to give birth to Jon Snow that tower. I think Ned's young Ned Stark was a little bit of a clunt. Uh, the victors get to tell the history. I was about to say that, Vergas. Great point. Oathbreaker meeting the sword. So let's let's get back into this a little. Oh, let's take let's take call from SM and then we'll finish off our recap here. Uh, welcome to the show, caller. A uh, caller. Welcome welcome to the show, SM. What's going on, buddy? Hey, what's up? I finally figured out what I was going to say, and I have a couple things after that. So I just after I say what I'm going to say, don't hang up. I won't but, do it. Uh, one, he didn't, he didn't, uh, he didn't stab him in the back. He stabbed him in the neck. Two, Jamie is actually more honorable than Ned if you really think about it. Because I don't know if every single king makes this promise to their Kingsguard, but when Sansa and um, Sansa's mother did it with Brienne, mm. they also promised that. Uh, you, I will never give you an order that will cause you dishonor. Mm -hmm. uh, the, the the order that the American king gave Jamie to make him kill him would have totally caused Jamie dishonor to yes. burn down the entire city with everyone in it. So technically, to me, ja Jamie is way more in the right than Ned. Jamie's a and hero. Also, yeah. I, I always thought that Ned was kind of a dick anyway. When I watched the when I watched season one again, I kind of think Ned had it coming. Ned, and, I, I love. Do you, uh, what, do you have one more thing? Uh, I was trying to think. Was there anything else? If I think of it, I'll call back. Awesome, buddy. Thank Jamie. Jamie stabbing the king in the back is um, hero. I, the The king does not. Miracle. The king does not take oaths to people. The king does not pledge himself. Like the king is the well, king, and there's like the the ultimate. Like I'm the king, and and I'm better. Jamie, than Jamie took the. Uh, Jamie right. took the oath. And what he was, what what he was comparing that Jamie taking the oath and Brienne taking the oath to both Sansa and to Catelyn. Both Sansa and Catelyn repeated something back about not putting that, making them yes. do anything dishonorable, giving them anything to to dishonor their <laughs> Someone name. Someone says, "Fuck off with service. Jamie." Come on, Joe, back me up. What? Sorry, Ned promises Landon to never tell anyone about what happens. Ned hater. Uh, good deed undone. Ned, was backing uh, him up. Dude's got a gold hand. Jamie is a fucking asshole. No, they were they were they were cheering you on, Joe. Uh, I Jamie, know, and I was trying to tell them, but you interrupted me. <laughs> Jamie's more of an anti-hero, in my opinion. There's a story where Jamie stabbed the bad king in the back. Uh, Kingsguard protects the crowd no matter what. The king has no obligation. John, uh, John, not John. Uh, Jamie uh, killed the king to save his father. So uh, let's take one more call here. Erico two five six. Welcome. Hey, how's it going? This is uh, Tony. Hey, Tony, what's hey, going listen, on, buddy? Uh, you know, hey, man, it seems like the you know the huge debate tonight is uh, honor or dishonor with Ned Stark, right? But I'm th you know I'm thinking back in previous um, episodes, and I'm thinking, well, when Jon Snow was fighting in Craster's Keep against uh, you know one of the mutineers, uh, I think a woman stabbed him in the back so Jon Snow could win that battle, mm -hmm. and then um, I think that uh, Podrick stab somebody in the back to save Tyrion and then didn't uh, Theon stab someone in the back to save Podrick 
the uh, other night. Yeah, the other episode. Or two. It, it's something that's definitely happened a bunch of times in Game of Thrones where one character looks like they're about to be yep. killed and someone else gets stabbed. Well, the other character gets stabbed yeah. from behind. Nobody called him. You're in a big melee, man. That's great, what great point, caller. Great. The, yeah, when, when you, when you, uh, uh, my aunt used to always say, or my family has kind of one of these sayings. It's not like we didn't make it up. I'm sure it comes from somewhere. But when you're out of pool, if you're outside a pool and someone jumps in the pool and you get splashed with water, there's always someone that goes, ah, why did you get me wet? If you're around a pool, you have to expect to get wet. Yep. So if you're around swords and you're in a fight to the death, you're, you got, you're getting stabbed. Yeah. You go to a pool yeah. party, expect you're getting wet. To, to make an omelet, you have to break a few eggs. Exactly. Exactly. So Nicholas says, don't cut Joe off. Uh, of course I will cut Joe off. Don't make me play the song. No, I'm kidding. It's been a while. It's been a while. Not that I want you to shut up, Joe, but it's it's been a it's been a it's been a minute. Shut the fuck up, Joe. We needed a little Tim in the house. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> that was for you guys. Okay, so uh, so rest in peace, Shaggy Dog. So Brand's not the new Green Seer. Who the hell is? Oh, uh, what did Michael say? Let me scroll up on that. Yes. Vala Dagoris, Dagor, Dagoris. <laughs> it reads better than it says. Yes, Jamie is a hero. Ha ha, Phil. Yeah, fucking great. Okay, so, so yeah, so Varys threatens her. Tyrion. It continues with this awkward scene with Masande and Grey Worm. But that's a report. I was thinking more of conversation. Then they, wise man once. Then they start playing a game. They start playing. Uh, <laughs> you want to play a game? Oh, you mean games like when my master used to fucking yeah. rape? No, not that kind of game. Fun game. <laughs> fucking crazy. Yeah, they're oh. not great at parties. Yeah, no, definitely not a good time. Okay, so then after that, ultimately Tyrion uh, tries. He tries to play the game. I made up this awesome game. We we come back and we find out that uh, that Astapor. Yunkai and Volantis that they're all in charge of everything. Varys found out the information and they get into a little bit of a debate whether they should attack them or not. Oh, Grey Worm wow. attack them. Masande wants to attack them. Tyrion says, wait, let's think. Yeah, Joe? I, is this the first, this is the first mention of Astapor, is it not? Mm -hmm. No, I don't think so. I think we've heard I, about it before. I think, no, they, they went from Karth to Yunkai to Marine. They skipped Astapor. They didn't even put it on the maps for the show uh, because they were trying to make it not so drawn out. They And now, suddenly, they're putting Astapor into the show. Well, but they mm. we definitely did not visit one of the three cities, and they did not mention Car. Astapor is where they got the Unsullied, says Critch. Um, uh, no, Astapor was where Danny got her Unsullied. Two people. Well, okay. Two people. One more, and you're wrong, Joe. <laughs> We, wrong joe three we got three three people i'm going with the, i'm going with the chat on this one joe okay, okay. astapor was uh danny's first destination they got the unsullied from astapor totally thought uh robin aaron was blah 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 uh she took the unsullied from them well yeah blah 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 well you can read this yeah. John has a small Astapor was where the house of Neckers were. Uh, did she go to Yunkai? The question is, did she go to Yunkai in the show? Hmm. Cut out Joe's cock. He was wrong. Okay, <laughs> no, there's definitely one That's of them dramatic. she didn't go to. 
get the ball. Volantis was the was uh, surprising Allied Cities for the Harpies. We saw Volantis last season with Jora and Tyrion. I mean, with Varys and Tyrion, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yes, asshole poor. <laughs> cut it off. Cut off the dick. Yunkai was in one episode, says Alex. Uh, Quar, Quar, uh, Quar, Karth to Astapor. Oh, sorry, it's go by. Karth to, ugh, Karth to Astapor to Yunkai to Marine is what people in the chat. She went to oh, all three. Volantis, then. Yeah, Volantis she didn't go to. We saw Volantis in, with, uh, with Tyrion in Varus. Varus. So here we go. Uh, donate, donate Podrick's dick to Jon Snow, someone. Come on! <laughs> so our next scene is in King's Landing. Kyburn's talking, talking. He's like really creepily talking to uh, the rest of the kids and talking about how... Uh, how uh, these kids how's your mom and dad are oh, they're dead oh, they're, uh these are all various little bur- bur- birds he gives them sweets we like various he gives us sweets Quyburn gives kyburn gives them candy plums and i need you guys to keep doing the whispers for me as zombie mountain comes in and this is just funny all the kids start screaming goes no don't be scared he's friend he's friends i didn't even notice cersei and jamie coming in and this we get classic uh, jamie your little birds now your grace what did you do to him exactly? I haven't been able to get a clear answer. Oh, uh, a number of things. Does you understand what we're saying? I mean, to the extent that he ever understood complete sentences in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> he understands well enough. So tell him to march into the sept and crush the high sparrow's head like a melon. People are saying two inches of snow. There's a lot of, there's a lot of anti-John Snow's penis talk going on in the chat. I love it. I love it. I love that shit. So, so Jamie's a wise ass, amazing. And uh, then Cersei tells uh, Jamie that they need to get the, they need to improve the mountain. That he's good. That he'll fight anybody. This is where we start getting into our game bowl hype is going on in this scene, where Jamie. If someone is planning on making our losses their gains, I want to. Jamie, t- Jamie, ultimately, Cersei's kind of taking over the situation. Jamie's kind of just being the lap dog. Like, hey, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. I can't wait to see the mountain kill some harpies. Yeah. Some fun stuff. Two inches of snow. <laughs> it's fucking great stuff. So then we go to the high, co- the high council uh, where the, where Elena, Pizel, Kevin's there. This correct something question from last week kevin is the acting hand of the king right now uh Pizel is going off on a stupid Pizel rant about oh you can't trust kyber and he's worse than Varys. he's this he's that i'm a fucking i'm a stupid fart and oh excuse me I, and i'm going and i'm going and i'm going and Cersei in the mountain and Jamie crash the council. And the conversation just goes nowhere. It's just uh, this is really an exceptionally fun scene going back and forth. It's one of my favorite scenes in the episode. It's played somewhat for comedy, but it's done really well. Yeah. See, seeing Elena go at Cersei. Listen, honey, you're not the queen. No one's the king. You've never been called the queen. You're not married to the king. So yeah, you aren't the queen anymore. I can understand why you're a little confused, sweetheart, with your family history. It can get complicated. (laughs) By the way, did you guys notice that, like Pycelle, like right when looks at the mountain, like you hear his him fart, like he shit. Yeah, I was. I wasn't kidding. I I was. He totally did. It was totally like, excuse me, sorry. Just making sure it wasn't one of my friends while I was watching it. <laughs> it might not have been mutually exclusive, David. It could have been. It could have possibly been both. Mm, mm. Uh, fucking Alec. 
Oh, you smelly bastard. I love you, Alec. I don't know you, but <laughs> you're a smelly bastard. <laughs> Can you please talk about Aria? We will get there. We're very close to getting to uh, Aria. We, I have a master's degree. He has a bachelor's <laughs> degree from the Citadel. I, that was a fart. I heard a fart. It was a dick fart, says someone in the chat. It was a chat. <laughs> Oh. I wasn't sure either. My dick was in your throat kind of fart. Jazz hands, dick fart. <laughs> Who's that in my iron throne? That is Dr. McCoy from Star Trek. Uh, Game of Bones. Yeah, that's uh, that's uh, that's uh, Bones there. Pussy farts from Cersei. Gregor did not like what JB said about him. Creepy head swirl. Yeah, it was fucking creepy. Mm. Marty farts a lot. Oh, me too. Great balls of fire. Uh, yeah, that was more of a poo than a fart, says Sam. No, his fart was more like a squeak. He didn't fart. He pooted. <laughs> oh my god great stuff going on in the chat do you think stannis is the rightful king not anymore no, no. Uh, was he at the point i think he was robert's rightful heir if if uh, we yeah. want to go by the letter of the law of he was next in line for robert since none of his kids are his kids mm -hmm. and the, except for the bastard so uh, it would go it would go to stannis so yes so uh, they all, we talked about the scene earlier. They all come into the high council and they all leave. Everyone else leaves. We don't have to stay here. This reminds me, I, one of my cousins, I'm not going to say his name, but he can kind of be a dick sometimes. And we got into a, he was being a real asshole and came into my house and was like talking shit to someone, uh, someone that he was uh, dating, who was my friend. And he's kind of like talking shit to her. And I'm like, if you're going to do that, get the fuck out of my house. And he goes, oh, you can't kick me out. My grandmother lives upstairs. So instead of leaving, my, I'm going to make my girl sit outside and I'm going to go upstairs instead of the kitchen table. So fuck you. Uh, you can kick me out, but I can't leave. And it was kind of almost a moment like that where they were like, yeah, yeah, we're going to sit here anyways. What do you want? Should we talk about anything? You want to play a game or something? The Funny situation, funny situation. I just had to use that as an excuse to, to fucking shit on one of my cousins. But, it, but whatever, it, 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 it happens. It happens. Hashtag, uh, he's an asshole. So, uh, so let's continue. <laughs> so anyways. Uh, <laughs> sorry. You know what's great about this is that there's no chance anyone from my family is going to listen to the, uh, the two, uh, two and an hour and 15 minute part of a Game of Thrones podcast. So this will never actually be heard by anyone in my family. And if it is, I'm kidding. I love you. Okay. So. <laughs> hey, did you talk about me after you talked about No, I do. I, I was talking about my other cousin. Yeah, the other cousin that did that. Yeah, the okay. other guy. Yeah. Another, another asshole. So, <laughs> so here we go. Have a good night, Kate. It's great, great to uh, great for you to pop in. Oh gosh, uh, Mr. Kyburn's neighborhood says, <laughs> "Welcome to kids. You want to take off my shoes for me?" Okay, so Tom. Then we already kind of talked about this scene too. Tom and asked the high high sparrow to see Cersei. This could be definitely looked at or viewed as as that. As I liked what one of the callers said that maybe Cersei yeah. put Tom in this and this was a manipulation of sorts from Cersei's end, something to further along her plan. But if we take this earnestly, Tommen went in there all angry pants to, I'm angry. I'm going to tell you off. Yeah, yeah, blah, blah, blah. And he got charmed by the snake-tongued fucking manipulator of the High Sparrow who just kind of talks to him like, listen, buddy. Listen, kid. I got love for you. It's more real than anything else in this world. Because it doesn't F come S-K-E. Tons of love. Love, love, love. It, you're right, it is. Suck it. 
Yes. Sock it. It's a great gift. So, so they go back and forth. I'm not going to play that, but it's a very good scene of him manipulating Tom and or Tom in possibly manipulating him. Where do you call him that, Joe? What, what are you thinking about that one? Um, I thought it was another, like you said, him walking in like bratty little king. Mm. Uh, give me my wife and let my mommy see my daughter, my sister's gravesite and blah, blah, blah. But uh, no, I like the callers thought yeah. that there's a little manipulation going there that cersei sent him to his mama's puppet yeah so i'm liking that and i'm hoping that's the way it goes we got uh you're like my grandfather yeah your grandpa was an asshole says sansa, sansa stark queen of the north yes we do suck thank you troll we fucking suck we're dumbasses i agree i agree i i, I think i'm a dumbass joe aren't you a dumbass <laughs> better be yeah, so if we go. I'm not a dumbass. This planet's in trouble. Exactly. So let's <laughs> let's continue. Th- thank you. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you so much for checking in. Uh, Tom is very impressionable. Yeah, I just think he's a fucking sucker. Hi, Sparrow is a TV televangelist from the '80s. We are fucking hippies. Uh, who's that fucking uh, refugee that's talking shit? If Shaggy Dog's head was just a bad prop, uh, why didn't they spray paint Greywood's prop? Very good question, Amy. The Queen Regent, uh, J- Joe High Sparrow, <laughs> Tom will die. John has a tiny dick. Yeah, Tom and come sit on the High Sparrow. Come sit in the High Sparrow's lap. Uh, Sam says, no, we're not. Thank you, Sam. I-, I love you. You are awesome, Sam and Timo. Lots of love to you. I'm drinking a little bit of wine, so I'm, so I'm easy with the I love yous. Uh, Sam, I love you. <laughs> You're nice. You're so nice. No, but thank, oh, thank you so much. Fuck Gilly, dude. I'm sorry. Like right after Ollie, I hope dies too. <laughs> oh, what a waste of fucking space on the screen. We only have so many episodes, David. What are they wasting time for? I uh, did you know that I found out what the words because I saw some mocks on some paper. It's like shut the fuck up and get that baby out of here. Rice, rice, <laughs> ricey review. I agree with you so much, David. Ricey review. You're giving me too much credit there. You're giving me too much credit. So, uh, so Arya says. Uh, then we get after this whole scene, we get to our Arya scene. Who are you? I'm nobody. She's out. We see her training, doing her daredevil training. Uh, ultimately, she starts fighting back. It's an Arya fighting montage. It leads up. The wave starts looking proud of Arya. It, the scene actually has some bite to it. We actually get to dig in here for a little while, seeing her train. Then eventually, Jakin Agar comes over and is like, hey, who are you? Are you no one? I'm no one. Who are you? We also get a mention of the hound in there. Uh, who... Who was, tell us about the, I want to know about the, who are you? Uh, I am, a, I'm nobody. Who, tell me about this funny little list. Who is on this funny little list? Uh, Walda Frey, Cersei, Gregor Cagains, short list. Who else was on this list? Uh, I don't know. Uh, no, no, no one. Anyone who, uh, what, what name do you want me to say? You want me to put your name on the list? Is that what you, you want to be added to this list, sweetheart? Waif, is that what you want? You want is that what you, want? you really want? You want that? <laughs> And then Jakinagar comes over and asks her who she is. She passes the test from whatever kind of bullshit she did to pass the test. Drinks the magic water, gets her well, eyesight that's the poison back. Water. That's the water that the well that all that's these people water. that drink from keep dying. Mm-hmm. So, and it worked for well, her. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt. No, go do for you, it. Do you guys think that the water actually isn't uh, to, supposed to kill you, but rather it's supposed to give you what you seek? She gets her eyesight back because that's what she seeked. And all those people, they're hoping that they could die 
died. That's what they want. No, I, de I definitely like that. It's, it's like in Space Jam where Michael Jordan gives them the secret stuff. Like Michael's secret stuff so that you Looney Tunes can beat the pro star. But I know what you mean. It's like, it's something, it is what the person, what the person needs. Good point, David, says Timo uh, in the yeah. chat. Uh, Joffrey or Ollie, uh, who's bigger? Joffrey. Uh, can't beat Joffrey. For me. Yeah, check that. Mm. He was, uh, must have switched cups. Oh, we got a couple calls. We'll jump into those in a second. Uh, so let's get through Winterfell since we kind of already talked all about Winterfell most of the night. Why are you here, Umber? Aren't you lawyer to House, House Stark? Card Stark. Uh, what do you do? Aren't you related to the Starks? Well, your father was a cunt. What do you mean my father was a cunt? You heard me. My father just smelled the chicken berries. Who were you before you came here? Oh, that was no one. I stopped. I was no one. Here's this one. Your father my was a cunt. My beloved father. The your father was a cunt. <laughs> why you killed him. That's why you killed him. The same to my father. If it hadn't have done me the favor of dying on his own. My father was poisoned by our enemies. Sure he was. Why have you come to Winterfell? Oh my God, this is really scary. We have 666 views, viewers, right? Okay, good. We gained two viewers. I was scared there for a second that Satan was going to come out and be like, everybody i'm i'm here now to punish you <laughs> i am azora high probably so, with his help only that we're gonna get to grow very, very true, <laughs> very true. <laughs> if i believed in him i would i would hail to him no i'm kidding so <laughs> you do so what you do what you got to do, Katie. You got to do what you got to do. So the umbers are here. We kind of already talked about all of this. He ultimately complains that Jon Snow has an army of wildlings that are going to fuck up my lands. And hey, Ramsey goes, kneel before Zod and kiss the <laughs> ring. You will, you will have my, my defense. What the fuck? It's not my fucking problem. And he go, and Umber goes, I'm not kneeling to your ass, but, but how can I trust you if uh, you will not kneel? Uh, your father fucking broke rules. I whatever. Oh, I have a way for you to trust me. And he brings in two hooded figures, and, and it's Rick and Stark and Osha. And Osha. and uh, Ramsey asks the question that most people are asking, even though we know that's Rick and because it's the same actor. Mm -hmm. How do I how do I know that's Rick and Stark? And and he goes, I got something to prove it to you. And he goes out and brings out the dead shaggy dog's head, potential dead shaggy dog's head. And it was very dark. It was kind of hard to see what it was exactly. Uh, so. I know it was a, a hooked. It was not shaggy there dog's head. It could head. not have been shaggy dog's head. Like, I'm sorry. That dog is going to, that wolf is going to outgrow this kid by tenfold. In that Think episode four, someone says, uh, I, 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 I tend to agree with you, Joe, as we said many times. We've kind of already talked about this to nauseam. I don't think it's Shaggy Dog dead. And I think the Umbers are playing are playing a trick here. It's a trap. It's a trap. It's a trap, Ramsey. Let's take a couple calls right now before we get to the final scene of the episode. Uh, Erico 989, welcome. It was, Sir, wait one second. It was Sir Pounce's head. Uh, <laughs> uh, hey, hey, Phil. It's Bill. Hey, Bill. Hey, Joe, what's going on, buddy? Um, I got two, two kind of predictions. I, I kind of want to know what you guys think the likelihood of them happening. The first one is kind of a, my hopeful one that's probably not going to happen, but what if Sam drops Gilly off at his his house and his dad just cuts her head off? <laughs> How funny would that be? That would be the... That, for, <laughs> then, that, just to answer my, your question, that would be awesome. 
Well, yeah, it, 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 I'm, I'm hoping for, and this is kind of more honest, hopeful. I, I want to know what you guys think is it, if they have the flashback of Jamie killing the Mad King, like I think we saw in the trailer, do you, I'm hoping that they don't miss the opportunity to bring Ned Stark back with Sean Bean as the flashback just for that episode. That would be really fucking cool. I agree with you. I agree with you. I agree with you on both points, Bill, actually. The, I, I would, I would love to see, see, uh, Old man Tarly just fucking chop her off. That would be amazing. Chop oh, yeah. her off. And Tarly would do something like that um, to save, maybe to, he was threatened to kill his son. But ultimately, yeah. I think that, uh, you know, the father, no children things, and she's going to be spouting like he's the father of my child. Um, that's, a, that could I mean, get him killed. Yeah. So, mm. so, very, maybe you just kill her. And she's yeah. a wildling. Yeah, I do. So let's take a couple more calls here. Uh, whoa, this is uh, this very easily could be a crazy call. So uh, this is from area code 111. Welcome to the one show. One. One, one. Welcome, 111. Can you hello. hello, welcome to the show, caller. They uh, we we lost them. That was from the that was from the number one 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 one. So let's it's take a very good point. It was a very good point. Mm -hmm. I agree, Dave. Great. Uh, welcome, Great sometimes is the best. Welcome, SM. You're on the. You're on. Hello. Hey, what's going on, buddy? Hello. Yep, you're on. Hey, what's up, man? Uh, I just. Oh shit. <laughs> I was gonna say. Oh, we. Oh yeah. The the uh, the show confirmed something. Yeah, I mean, I knew everybody knew it, but in this episode. They confirmed that Robert Strong is is Kuglain. Yeah, they called whatever. They called you know, him. The, uh, what's his name actually said his name. I thought that was um, worth mentioning, like yes, that they yes. actually confirmed that now. Yep. No, great, great. And I had something else, but I totally forgot. Uh, that's okay. You can call back. Call back. We got the, we got, we got the lines up. We'll take, make okay. sure we get uh, I think that they're starting to narrow down the cast basically to who we're going to see as major players in the end, says Corey. That and John basically has to take Winterfell before the White Walkers invade. The North has to be united for Westeros to even yes. stand a chance. Can he warg into 1 1 the giant? That would be fucking awesome. Uh, Bill is drinking Dornish wine. Yes, I am. I am absolutely drinking some Dornish wine tonight and I'm getting a little silly. Uh, here we go. We got our 1 1 1. We got 1 1 back. Welcome to the show, 1 1. What's going on? Hello, you're on the air. Can you hear me? I don't. He might not know it's him. It might. That sounds like if that's actually the number. That sounds like an internet call or something weird. Yeah, yeah. Um, I will. Uh, I think they're having some connection issues because it gets disconnected and I can't actually hear them. But uh, keep calling and I'll keep trying to get you on. Everybody call. Everybody get on. Or I try my best, anyways. Okay, so the wall. We see four people getting hung here. As we see Bowen Marsh, some guy named Hardwick, Thorne, and Ollie all getting fucking killed. Yeah. Uh, before the hanging, John talks to him a bit. Uh, uh, says something to each one of them. Says to Bowen Marsh, who's just like, "You shouldn't be alive. This was crazy, <laughs> and it was wrong. It's wrong that you're here." And John's like. It was wrong to fucking kill me, bitch. And the other dude goes, yeah. <laughs> goes. It was my family. I'm gonna tell my family I died an honorable fight with the wife. No, I'm gonna tell them you died like a bitch. And then Thorn, who I fucking hate. I know a lot of people. I see. I see in the chat. Some people saying they hate Thorn worse than Ollie, that he deserves all the hate. You, I hate the guy, but you got to give the guy respect for yes, fucking holding yes, true to yes. his fucking ideals here. And he's just like, you know what, Jon Snow. I do it again, you little bitch. And yeah, I don't because he's a jealous 
fucking little bitch, man. That's all it was. He always hated him. He always hated the little lordling. He always was a little riding little bitch. And fuck him, little fuck Thorn. Bitter child. Were you going to call him a twat, Joe? Is that, that where you were going with that one? You a quinty twat. You twat boys. So, so David, twats. David, I think I just curious. <laughs> David, what, what was, what's your impression of Jon Snow killing Ollie? I loved okay. it. Uh, well, one, I was screaming Ollie Ollie oxen free when he chopped. And all my friends joined in. But uh, one, I totally called that they would die side by side. I don't know if you remember that from the last mm. episode. But I totally said he'd come out with his new little haircut, uh, black coat, and then die side by side. See them getting hung. But I was close. Let's read. Um, Hemo says their deaths wasn't satisfying enough, but I definitely cheered when John killed Ollie. I, yeah, I like <laughs> the shot. Yeah, like Ollie's fucking Ollie's dead face is going to be everywhere on the internet. Oh, yeah. yeah. In the <laughs> I think it already is. In the time that but, we've done this show, I think someone yeah. in the uh, someone actually pushed it. It's everywhere right now. Will you write a letter to my mom? John gives him a go fuck yourself look. <laughs> yeah, I, I really liked it. I loved the hanging. I loved the faces. <laughs> I only wanted uh, a little bit more. Like sometimes when you hang someone like, the reason why One. they put the hoods over is because eyes can really bulge yeah. out. Like uh, yeah, they start to look like Arnold Schwarzenegger in Total Recall when yeah. he's on the planet. You know, and stuff. <laughs> heads have even been known to, like bodies and, and like the snap of the weight have have been known to like pull heads off. Sometimes it's yeah, rare, but it does merciful. happen. Like uh, there's all sorts of like freaky you shit that can happen with break. hanging. It's like yeah, you do. That's what you want. There's a lot Go. of chivying. It takes a while. Uh, I was just going to say really quick. Go, oh, David. Sorry, Phil. Go no, ahead. go, David. Go, David. Uh, how badass would it have been, like, you know, when John was kind of taking that pause before he did it, that he, like, looks up to the men, and they all, like, in favor of him, shouted, for the watch, and then he fucking <laughs> And then he killed. That would have been awesome. Oh, yeah. uh, so Dax in the chat says, watching Ollie die gave me more joys than a thousand whores. Than a thousand lying whores. <laughs> says Terry. I did not do it. I did not do it. Do not do it. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> tell me the truth. Sorry, I'm just, I don't want to start qu <laughs> quoting Will Smith from, uh, from concussion. Tell me the truth. Okay. Uh, area code 908. You're on the, you're on the line. What's going on? Hi, what's up? Hey, welcome. Uh, I was just wondering who do you think the next start children are going to meet up? I mean, Sanjo's pretty close to Rick on right now. Mm. It's Johnny O'Gam. Like what's going on? Going good, on good question. I think I, I, we talked about this a little bit on the feedback show. I think it's going to be Sanza and John are going to meet up relatively soon. Yeah. I think they're going to cross paths like pretty much, pretty much in the next two episodes. I think John and Sanza are going to meet each other again. Yep. One's heading South, one's heading North, or they could just, Pass each other by, not even know. Uh, but, uh, do, do, they should have thrown Ollie off the top of the wall. Holy shit! Uh, fucking. Uh, oh, we got we got someone uh, for our last caller. Sam wanted to say lots of love from a fellow uh, Jerseyan, uh, Garden State. Is that what it is? The Garden State. I believe? Yeah. Okay. So uh, so John gives uh, John walks off like a fucking pimp down off after hanging those bastard chops. We see the close up on Ollie's face. As I mentioned earlier in the show, they give I fans a fan service there. Yeah, yeah. Definite fan service showing you Ollie's face fucking getting 
fucking losing oxygen. And then the Lord Commander walks down, gives the cape over to Ed. And uh, Ed's like, what the fuck do I do with this thing? And John goes, burn it. Wipe your ass with it. I don't care. But my watch has ended. I'm out. Bye, Felicia. Yeah, bye, Felicia. Bye, Felicia. Mic drop. Fuck you, bitches. I'm out. Skew you guys. I'm going home. Whatever you want to say there. Fucking awesome. Jon Snow is out. And that is the end of our episode. Uh, Really fun episode of Game of Thrones. I can understand why some people uh, that were disappointed by the Tower of Joy scene might have a problem with it and feel like they got two blue balls. But I feel like every episode of Game of Thrones can't be giving you everything. There needs to be some ebb and flow. And I like that this episode felt like it took its time. It's... I, if I'm ranking the episodes of the season so far, last week's was my favorite. This is my second favorite. And the Red Woman is my least favorite. Um, and not that I didn't <laughs> like it, but I hate that Red Woman. Someone asked if I want to fuck Melisandre. It's not because of old Melisandre. But I think it was a good episode. Thinking back, this is a good character building sort of episode. Seeing more, mm-hmm. even more about Tyrion. How, taking your time with that, seeing, getting inside John. Oh, yeah. Get, I, some of the people in the chat would love to get inside John. Yeah. So many, so many things like that. Uh, they're not stuffing too much inside of John. No, they're not stuffing too many things. Oh my god, Phil, you are Freudian all over the place. All man. over the place. It's slapped all over my face, Joe. And we <laughs> <laughs> talk about John having a small cock. Give me a break. Give me a break. It was a good talk of a god for sure. Episode three. It felt to me like an earlier, early season episode of Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Like a- or season three episode where a lot of cool stuff happened and we really got to sink our teeth in it. Uh, I'm re- I'm liking it. Timo asks, where is John going? He has no home. He's just going to join the wildlings for real this time. I think he's going to where the wildlings are in that area where he gave the wildlings. That was like so that. by accident, guys, too. Where the la- that was fucking ridiculous. <laughs> love all those slips this this is the motherfucking happiest place on earth let's jump in the chat a little bit before i call call the night i'll take the gummer for i'll take a gummer from old mel you honorable fool i'll have good dreams tonight says hope i hope he gets stuffed hard he will not reveal before <laughs> that's we'll be uh freaking oh out we'll see, hopefully we see Ron. it was kind of a slow episode not enough old bags naked this season hashtag where the wild things are carl not sure why you think oh that's answering a question i think nicholas jumped in front of ollie before he was hung so he was under the dumpster <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh gummer for joe everyone wants a gummer for joe love all the slips oh so fucking awesome everybody thank you so much for joining us yeah. uh Everybody, if you haven't already, we've got our friend The Walking David with us. You can find The Walking David on YouTube. He's got a channel doing lots of awesome stuff. He's a filmmaker. Show some clips from some of the films he works on, a couple of Game of Thrones videos, Walking Dead stuff. So make sure you subscribe to The Walking David. He's a really awesome dude. And I love you, Phil. I love you, David. But I'm, I'm going to... I'm gonna hang up on you right now for the moment, David. But I, but I, but I love you anyways, man. Talk to you soon, buddy. I love you, man. Thank you later, guys. That, yes, thanks for joining. Everyone, the Walking David. Walking David will be joining me for one of the uh, feedback shows at some point during the season too. So uh, probably towards the end of the season. But it's gonna be awesome to get the Walking David. He's a great guy, very funny dude, uh, very talented actor and performer. So check out the Walking David. So here we fucking go. Hodor, threesome with old Nan and Mel. 
Holy fucking shit. So everybody, I'd like to thank everyone for joining us tonight. This was a fun episode. It's going to be a really awesome season. It means so much to us that you check us out every week and jump in the chat. Keep yeah. sharing it with your friends. Help us grow by sharing the channel with people you think will like. Add to our fucking group. Keep traveling past the mountain. Huge thank you to Devin and to Carmine, Carmine as well for continuously promoting us everywhere. Huge thank you to you guys and to all of oh, yeah. the fans of Red Team and Atheism is Unstoppable for coming over here and showing us love it really means shit ton to us so thank you everybody can't forget him yeah nine throne for all the hard work al red sox fan everyone in the chat snb nova hope uh subby joe madden fk fske1 cheeky johnny motherfucking stark speaking of someone's channel you should fucking subscribe to subscribe to johnny fucking stark giving you the irish perspective of game of thrones i love johnny (laughs) fucking stark Uh, great job Keep it up. You guys are the fucking best. So everybody, if you haven't already, please hit that like button. Please hit that subscribe button. You can join us. You can also, we have a PayPal and a also a Patreon that you can find the description for that in the in the description box below if you want to donate to the channel. We also have an address if you want to send us some send us some gifts or a dead horse. I don't know, whatever you want to send us. Uh, we have an address of that. And we also are selling some t-shirts. You can find all links to that awesome shit t-shirt. in the description box below or email me at igotissuesman at gmail.com for any other questions you might have. So everybody... Check out Dirty Issues Gaming, video, video game streaming on YouTube, and go there and subscribe. Bill and I put a lot of cool video game stuff up there, well, streaming stuff, so. Please motherfucking do. And one last point. What's up, guys? Terrence from Texas here. Quick question. Does the Kalasar that Danny is with in the Widows of the Cows obviously know who Danny is, right? But do you think they really believe all those stories and fancy titles? Do they no. know, know and not care? I don't think that they – I think they haven't seen a dragon yet. And when they see a dragon, shit's going to change. And like yes. and like everybody else, um, they want to hold on to their power. They don't want to mm-hmm. just – hand over their power to someone who walks in and says i am now going to be the king and the ruler and the queen and all this bullshit uh no go fuck yourself we're we are what's in control you have no say you don't just you don't just go like oh okay you have names (laughs) you are a leader red team review is my new boy is my red team dude is my boyfriend oh welcome Uh, welcome to the chat Great to great to uh, see you in the chat. I've heard you in the background before. Hodor didn't Hodor didn't speak this episode. Story ruined. Good night, everybody. Why would you? Yeah, fucking horrible. And I think goodbye, Felicia. No, everybody, thank you so much. If you have any questions we haven't gotten to and you want to get them in, you can call the voicemail hotline at. Let me get that. Let me get that shit up at seven eight. I'll put that up at the end here. 781-990-8509 at 781-990-8509 leave us a voicemail for feedback or send me a message and we will get to it in our feedback show if we haven't got to it today so uh thank you so much joe and katie great job guys thank you, thank you. awesome show great to have you guys and thank you so much to the chat so everyone mid midweek show uh there will be a mid there will be a midweek show wednesday or thursday and uh yeah that's that shit so uh everybody i'm sort of stalling here for a second while i get a graphic up there we go that is the number for our feedback show get your voicemails and texts in there everybody have a great week talk to you next week grab your sword and shield
Love you, Ren. Love you, everybody. energy really appreciate that thank you matt uh mathis thank you marty thank you amy thank you crazy raw thank you hope thank you energy thank you raytheon thank you ario thank you crazy rob thank you valerian the black dread scary fucking dragon peace baby so much love to you youtube we got fucking youtube in the chat and youtube itself Joe Madden, same thing. Thank you, YouTube. Without you, I'd have no place to fucking talk shit. Johnny Stark, you're a legendary brother. you cheekies Thank you, Amy. Shameless self-promotion. <laughs> 